The Better on Draft podcast is part of the PodcastDetroit.com network and is recorded live in the Detroit Sound Studios above Activate Gaming in Ferndale, Michigan. Now, pop that 40 and kick back. Here is Dan, Nick, and Ken. Everybody, welcome to episode 22. What? Did someone else say something else? 22. 22. Come on. Don't screw me up over here. (laughs) I'm your host, Dan. Hey, it's not Ken. What's going on? Um, Got a lot of people in the studio tonight. It's actually one of the more fuller, second fullest table I think we've had. Actually, I'm trying to think. I wasn't here last week. I was kind of, kind of busy. MIA. MIA. Everyone knew where I was. (laughs) Yeah, the night. Yeah, night. Lewis Delane. Not hard to <laughs> Great show. You guys missed out. I'm not gonna lie. That was a good time. And we had offline conversation about someone I saw there. So but we'll, we'll you know, we didn't get a chance to talk about that. We'll talk about that later. Ken, what's going on, buddy? I'm, I'm You're getting right. introduced I'm, first. I'm, How are you doing? I know. It, it feels a little different wow. being introduced as opposed to introducing myself. Yeah. I'm uh, I'm doing well. It's Friday and it's uh, a good day to start drinking beer. You've got a lot of stuff in front of you. What are we drinking? I do. Right now I'm drinking the uh the Roke. Oh gosh, they it's their strong dark ale. Uh, looks like cat cashmere. cashmere. There you go. Cashmere. Cashmere. Like the like the region region between India and, and Afghanistan. Is that be. where we're going? Or could be. It could be. Yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I know. I'm pulling out random facts. I can do that all day. <laughs> so I'm, I'm I'm drinking the uh, the rogue cashmere. It's uh, uh, really good, really smooth in regards to a uh, you know a strong ale. So. Uh, obviously, the other beers that we have is an IPA, a double IPA, Ooh, a good. session IPA, a triple IPA, a quadruple IPA, an IIPA. Do we have a barrel aged IPA? <laughs> a barrel aged IPA, maybe. I don't, maybe a I don't gin barrel aged IPA. Gin barrel, you know, I, I I don't know if it was. Um, we we have the gin barrel aged uh, four elf to du- uh, drink later. Oh, well, I was gonna say we had the double o saison a couple of the weeks. Double the saison, double o saison was pretty the good. Gin barrel aged uh, saison farmhouse sale, good stuff. Anyway, Robert, what do we got going on over there, sir? Oh, just the same old, same old. You know, kind of chilling. What are you having, drinking? Having a uh, blow your face out. Oh, that's what I'm drinking as well. I didn't even mention it. What do you think about IPA. this? So far, it is it is very tasty. I, I like the aroma that's coming off of it. And, you know, it's just from, you know, your typical IPAs. It, it has a, a very, to me, a, a sweet bitterness to it. It's delicious. And it is. It is delicious. And I know Ken didn't really like this. Not being, you know, the top IPA guy. <laughs> way, not really. Oh. Not being an IPA fan. Not the IPA I, guy. I at definitely all, gave that bitter IPA face. <laughs> I didn't even think it has a bitter flavor. I, it was myself. one of those moments that we wish we had a camera here. And yeah, Nick, how are you it, doing, it, sir? Oh, I'm doing great. I uh, did not introduce I, you. No, nope, no, nope, that's okay. Uh, really quickly, hi to Rob. If you're out there, I know you're listening. Oh, hi, who? Rob. Hi, Rob. Hi, Rob. He'll know who. I'm a Rob. Yeah, Rob. Rob. Yeah, Rob no, there's another Rob. I'm right here. Another Rob. <laughs> no, there can't be My other Rob. My dog's listening to... <laughs> no, that's Bob. <laughs> that's Bob. But his name's Robert when he's in trouble. Oh. oh. And he knows yeah. And he knows <laughs> no, that. So <laughs> I, I as well got the Blow Your Face Out IPA, double IPA from Roke. Awesome. Freaking delicious. Awesome beer. Speaking of Roke, we got a couple of guests in the we studio. We do. Have We've been talking about this. Hi, guys. Hey. Hey, how you guys doing? Hey. What's up? Why don't you introduce yourselves, please. Yeah, uh, sure. John Leone uh, with Roke. 
What's your role there? Uh, I'm a uh, owner. 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 One of the owners. <laughs> One of the owners. One of the owners. Excellent. And you, good sir. My name is Bill Wambi. I'm senior brewing director. Awesome. Right. Excellent. So glad you guys came out to see this or see this, hear us, talk this, record this. <laughs> Dan is an old. I've been drinking a bit tonight. He gives a crap. Dan isn't used to leading the, the Yeah, but we got to learn this because yeah. Ken decides he wants to abandon us once in a while. And it's not like when I decide to. It's completely different. The show gets better it's, it's, when it's, I leave. It's the exact same reason why you abandoned us is why I'm not going to be here. The difference is, like, I'll be here. I'll get too drunk and you won't be here to bail us out. That's oh, the okay. problem. I get too drunk when you're here. I just sit back and chill. That's yeah. play, play some Hearthstone on yeah. your phone. Yeah. <laughs> we conversation as Nick shakes his head. We'll, we'll figure this out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It'll work out somehow. So, and, uh, so I'm not quite sure what's going on here with Ken uh, right I'm, now. I'm, uh, I'm going to be opening up some uh, Devil Dog. So normally what we have going on, usually Nick lets us know about what we're doing or hands out paper to know what we're talking about. I have no idea what <laughs> we're doing tonight. You, you know no what? one's no. done anything. Well, that's, let's that's, talk about Blow Your Face okay. Out. Yes. <laughs> yes. So let's cover that first. I hate to say well, that, but yeah. I mean, well, we got a couple. As we mentioned, you got a couple beers here. We got the Blow Your Face Out, which uh, three of the four of us are. Well, actually, probably five of the six of us, I'd probably say, are drinking that. Um, what are the other beers that you brought with uh, brought on to the so, show here today? So we uh, – well, you mentioned uh, Cashmere, the Strong Dark Ale. Uh, yep. We also have Around the Clock, which is our um, Session IPA, and Livewire, which is uh, our IPA. And I think also Devil Dog. Yeah, the we Devil Dog. Devil Dog. Dog. Devil Dog. Yes. Devil Dog and the Growler right there over by Ken. He's kind of hoarding it right now. <laughs> oh, he poured it. Oh, no, I just, I just, I just <laughs> If you want some, I'll give you some. Uh, well, I got another – I got two beers. I'll take here, one so. too, Robert, yeah. if you don't mind. So uh, how, you guys are obviously one of the, uh, for for lack of better words, uh, newer kids on the block. Oh, very in much In regards so, yeah. to uh, breweries. Um, so what? How, how did Roke become? So Roke, uh, the, the way Roke started was uh, um, I have a background in distribution uh, for the last, well, pretty much my whole life. I started out as food service. It was a family business. And then uh, got involved in wine and beer distribution uh, about, three, about three years ago or so. Uh, got out of that business, and uh, a good buddy of mine called me, my partner, uh, Chuck Mascari, and said, uh, hey, let's do something together. And I said, how about a brewery? And he was like, uh, well, I don't know anything about a brewery, but that sounds cool. And so we just headed down the path and and uh, put a couple years' uh, effort into it, and, and next thing you know, uh, we had beer being brewed uh, this past June, uh, we're coming up on our one-year anniversary. We hit right. the streets. Uh, I was going to say, you've June been around. It hasn't quite been a year, I was going to say. No, you not a year. It's open. It hasn't, but it, it was, feels like it just because you, you guys hit the ground not only with, you know, the, the brewery, but distribution, too. Yeah, you which were out is there very quick. uncommon for a brand-new brewery. Yeah, yeah, and I think that was my background, understanding distribution. Um, and, and that was really our focus. Uh, we have a, a small tap room, but... Our focus was distribution, and uh, so it was very important to us. We actually had had uh, quite a few distributors set up before we even uh, brewed an ounce of beer. So, oh wow, uh, oh that's wow. really great. Because I would say I find you guys everywhere where I won't normally think I'm going to find uh, craft beer. I'm thinking I'm going to find all the yellow beers. Like I think of a bowling alley in Waterford where my kid's birthday party is, <laughs> but they got Roke. Yeah, like they have Devil Dog and things like that. I was like, wow, I'm actually kind of impressed. Yeah, though well, I think that's a testament to uh, to the distributors, but also craft beer uh, in general. I mean, it's it's not just a, a, a small little category anymore. Uh, it's 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 massive, and and there's not only folks like ourselves that are passionate about craft beer, drinking craft beer on a regular basis, but Everybody's drinking craft beer. And, oh yeah, uh, yeah, and it's and it's it's a great thing, and it's it's awesome uh, to see that happening. 
So have you? How long have you like? Even though you were in distribution, have you always been a craft beer fan? Is this something? no? No, actually, that's a great question. Um, uh, I would say like the last seven years, I, I became extremely passionate about craft beer. But as a distributor, we, you know, sometimes we had some bad experiences. There was some ups and downs, and a lot of times we get stuck with beer. There was uh, breweries that were nothing more than a label, and uh, so I was sometimes. Uh, from a from a businessman distributor standpoint, a little soured on craft beer, and started thinking, is this ever going to work? You know, and mm-hmm. and and I was selling a lot of wine, and you know, there was times I, let's just stick with wine. This craft beer is crazy, <laughs> and uh, and you Wine's know, it's we, got its we, own we, following. We were oh, we were geez. getting stuck with more beer than we were selling, and and so, um, <laughs> but over time, it, it took off, and 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 um, I realized that uh, this is this is real, and then I just. Started drinking it and started going, fuck, I love this shit, you know. And and, <laughs> and then more and more I was like, you know, I'd rather have, uh, instead of drinking some great Brunello, I was like, where's, where's I want a great IPA or I want a, a stout or whatever it may be. And so, um, you know, I kind of just evolved. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not the, uh, I'm not a, a youngster by any stretch of imagination. I'm not an old guy either, but. But you know, kind I'm, I'm the old guy. Bill's old. Bill's old. But, but. Nonsense. No such thing. So I, you know, kind of got into it uh, a little late uh, from from that perspective. But I don't think it's late at all. Actually, no, no. It's uh, it's a, it's a cool thing that's going on, and we're we're passionate about it. We're trying to make the best beer we can possibly make. We don't. Uh, that's our goal. That's our goal. Always to try to make the best beer we can. So how many people sit in your uh, tap room? Like, what's your uh... Uh, capacity? Uh, it, it, uh, summer. We have uh, 30 seats outside, and then we have about 95 seats inside. Well, I should say 80 seats, and I think it's not really a small tap room. Though. No, it's I mean, <laughs> decent size. It's 1,400 square feet. Um, so, um, but the facility is 18,000 square feet. Uh, so most of it's dedicated to brewing. Makes sense. And look, looking on uh, RokeBrewing.com, if you're interested, really, really nice facility. It looks Thank like you. Very, very nice. Do you guys do uh, tours at all? Uh, nothing formal, but we give them all the time. I mean, pretty okay. much when anybody asks for a tour, we'll we'll uh, we'll try to accommodate. Them. We'd capacity. love to have you guys. Got to come by. I mean, we're right. Oh yeah, oh, we're literally about definitely. two miles from here. I think maybe so. a, a you're post- at Maine and Lincoln. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. Post show uh, field trip, maybe <laughs> we, we could do that. Uh, I am not opposed. So uh, <laughs> we, we got Bill over here. Bill, you know, um, before the show, we were talking about how long you were home brewing and stuff like that. So, what, sure. what's your history in regards to brewing? How did you become a senior brew master advisor wizard? I, I guess that, is that the official title? <laughs> Guru. No. Guru. Yeah, there we go. There's, Better word. There's a lot of terms there. Uh, no, I, I started out like a lot of people uh, home brewing, obviously. Uh, most <laughs> craft brewers started out home brewing. Uh, you know, and I thought, uh, this doesn't taste bad. You know, I, I was really surprised. My first batch was good, unlike a lot of people. And, uh, <laughs> well, no, I mean, a lot of people say they dumped the first batch. It was terrible. And I was really? Kinda, I was kind of pleased. Actually, yep. Like is that it? Oh, yeah. wow. Rob, Robert Chain is it? And, yeah. So, you know, and, and the thing that really started me out on a path of what I might be able to make a living at this, uh, was uh, a state fair. Uh, Michigan State Fair was still going on then. And, they had a little tiny homebrew competition then. And, oh wow! And I, I think you know, I think I won a, a, a award the first time, and that that sparked the interest. Meaning, you know, this might not be that crappy. It might not be that bad. It might be better than I thought. So, um, and again, my beers actually tasted good. So, uh, it was it saved my life. You know, beer saved my life. It was it was a new change. I completely turned on a dime and 
and went into a completely different business. I was in the food service business before that. So it kind of went hand in hand with tasting beers and tasting flavors and things like that and, and recipe formulations. So, uh, you know, it was uh, 22 years now counting uh, the home brewing and then 18 professional. Yeah. Yeah. So you, nice. you weren't at Roke for the adaptation of Roke. No, you I were, wish I was. I wish no, I was. he's the he's the new kid on the block. New yes. kid on the block. <laughs> yes. Um, so you know what what are your plans in regards to uh, the future with you at Roke? You know, do you have any ideas, thoughts, uh, beers that you you know world are, domination? Yeah. World domination. <laughs> we want to guys are on the right path. Let's, let's, let's yeah, the, blow, yeah, yeah. The blow your the face blow, out. Blow your yeah, face definitely. out. Yeah. We want to we want to knock off uh, Imbev and all those big guys, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's always the dream. Yes. Well, yes. What's wrong with that? No. Uh, uh, well, the immediate goal is to actually uh, get us into the big leagues. Uh, you know, we're a farm team now size. You know, we're, we're small, uh, but the potential is, is huge to, to grow. Uh, and obviously in this business, it's growing very fast. Yes. Uh, not all breweries are growing that fast, but uh, the ones who are doing it right, the, the ones who have the, uh, you know, the hip look, the hip beers – that's what's that's what's hot right now, and Roke is right on the on the spear tip of that right now. I mean, they are hotter than a pistol because it's the name, it's the artwork, it's the the brewers, the, the products are just fresh and young, and you have to be there to to be to be big in the in the IPA business, and the IPAs are just. Just far and away taken off. Yeah. Uh, yes. You know. We talk about that all the time. Yeah, we, we, were, yeah, we, yeah. we were actually talking about it last week, and you know, a lot of people judge an entire brewery based on exactly. their IPA because yeah, exactly. everybody brews an IPA. Yeah, it's right. almost impossible to find a brewery that does it nowadays. Yeah, and you better have a damn good one or a damn oh, yeah. Yes. Yes. unique yes. unique product. Yeah. And right. I think yeah. this and, is and fruit flavored IPAs is not gonna cut it. You need that <laughs> that mixture <laughs> of <laughs> the great that, fruit. That, that, if that's your only IPA, then no, that's not I thought uh, I thought hops were a fruit. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think they said uh hops are a leaf, therefore uh, beer is salad. Uh, <laughs> beer is salad. You yes. heard it, yeah. Now I get, okay. uh, hops are a plant. A vegetable, a plant, right? Vegetable, yeah. We're eating so we're Beer is did someone look at their Facebook memories today? Is that yes, yes, I okay. did. All right, that's what I thought. Did, did I tag you in that post by chance? Yeah, I was. That was, oh, that was oh, a psychosick post, wasn't it? That might have been. Yeah, I think so. It might have been. Leave it, leave it to the beer drinking band of psychosick. So you guys I still have to in, start uh, beer core. You, you guys <laughs> are in your convinced. first year. Did you guys go to any of the beer festivals this past year? Any of the major Michigan oh, yeah. breweries? Yeah, we were just uh, last weekend. We were up in uh, Grand Rapids. Yeah. And we uh, the first the first uh, Michigan Brewers uh, Guild Festival that we attended was the one uh, down in the, the Detroit one in the, the Eastern Market. Eastern Market, yeah. yeah. And so, so we're looking forward to uh, Tipsilani yeah. to Far- Frog Island Festival this summer. And we we listen. We try to go. We we want to be in every festival we can be, and uh, we were. We, we want people to have an opportunity to to drink our beers and, and to judge our beers and hopefully like our beers. How was uh, how was Royal Oak in regards to opening up a brewery, uh, almost uh, a brewery that big in that area? Uh, it was it was it was challenging. I mean, I went through uh, hell really at first. Um, I want to say uh, now though they're they're outstanding. I mean, they're great friends. We're we're, we're neighbors and. It's really worked out, but it was it was a little difficult because I think people didn't understand what we were trying to do. I think they thought uh, we were really code for a nightclub, and uh, we, we really we, yeah oh yeah absolutely <laughs> absolutely they thought that uh, it was just going to be party central, and it, oh boy. it took me a while to educate them and to let them know that you know that's not really 
I mean, hey, we have a good time at the tap room. Don't get me wrong, but it's not what they were concerned with. And, well, because uh, you're obviously not the first brewery in Royal Oak, but you're also not the first uh, production facility in Royal Oak because you have Axel milking it. No, we're not the first. No. Um. So, but they're not downtown, which is why you know, obviously, that your um your opening was probably met with a little bit of you know resistance. Resistance, yeah. exactly. Yeah. I just to, and like I said, I think it was just you know educating everybody. I, I got to tell you, the city. Uh, you know, the, the mayor is a, is a regular customer. He's, he's a great guy. And so, are uh, you know, many of the commissioners uh, come by on a regular basis. And, the, the, and, but Oakland, more, the Oakland County commissioners? Uh, no, no, or, just the, the city of Royal. Oh, okay, all right. <laughs> but, I, I'm trying to – I thought I knew my Oakland County policy. Well, you know, like Craig Covey was in there. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, my job, I do get to work with the, the, commi- the road commission. Oh, so, yeah. so but uh, but more, more importantly, the, the, the citizens of Royal Oak are, are really our customers. And so it's really become a really cool – place to hang out it's like uh you, they have a neighborhood brewery you know i, I think mm. of like a neighborhood bar it's a neighborhood brewery and it's really fun and i've gotten to know a lot of the locals and um uh it's 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 awesome it's just a great experience let me ask, everybody up let me, i'm sorry no let me it. ask you this did you get pushback from the other breweries in Royal oh, because, yeah yeah there was there was some uh, pushback the reason i say bit. that robc is right down the street well yeah not none R- from them actually I rob bestone lilies yeah, they're all no, mediocre uh, they didn't, in my they, opinion, they're nope. like mediocre places. I don't and, think that. I don't. Th- th- those guys didn't push back. There was there was one brewery that did a little bit, but it's no big deal. I mean, uh, you know, to me, there's plenty of room. I mean, it, you know, I think we're going at the, the the piece of the pie that we're going after is is not, uh, you know, the crap brewery slice. We're going we're going after the big uh, yellow fizzy. You're not beer trying guys, to be the local know? guys or the no, guys in the world. You're trying to be. We look at it as, uh, uh, you know. Southeast Michigan. That we're trying, we're trying to uh, be the premier brewery in Southeast Michigan. I'm not saying we are, but that's our goal, and you have to have goals. And and uh, but I, I think breweries have been really supportive of us. I mean, uh, we we go to different functions, and and they go out of their way to help us. So I, I think overall, the, the the brotherhood is is intact. Well, that's that's definitely good to hear because obviously. You know, the, the brewery business is a lot different than most businesses where, you know, I, I've always seen uh, brewers welcome competition because I think it helps everyone in regards to upping your game, upping your uh, ability and not being able to just coast. I think that's in life in general. I mean, uh, competition uh, breeds success. And it's true. we're really competitive. Um, I'm really competitive. And uh, sometimes I, I probably drive most of uh, – uh, the folks in the brewery crazy because I'm so competitive, but I and uh, and my partner Chuck is the same way, and uh, you know we want to win uh, everything I, I do in life. I try to win at um, not at all costs, but we want to win, and um, I think that's what's, uh, what what like ultimately consumer benefits. You guys benefit if if we work hard at it and we try to make the best beer we can. Ultimately, you're drinking some pretty darn good beer. Hopefully, all right. So uh, why Royal Oak? Uh, we actually, we, we, we kind of like knew we wanted to be in a downtown type area and we identified a bunch of areas, Plymouth and, you know, all those, the areas that would pop into your head and it, it, we boiled it down to Ferndale. We loved Ferndale and we loved Royal Oak. Ferndale, we just couldn't find a, a facility that, that worked for us and Royal Oak, we were able to find a, a facility. So that's how it ended up being Royal Oak. We, we love both communities and, um. It was really the, the facility that was uh, available in Royal Oak that 
landed us there. So obviously when you made your business plan, the entire the entire time your was distribution and tap room at the same time yes. pretty much right from the get-go. Yes, yes, with distribution always being the focus. A product, okay. We we wanted to be a and and uh, and I think we are a production brewery. We wanted to get our beer out to um, all th- throughout the state of Michigan to the masses if you will. What's uh what's been some of your bigger challenges in regards to uh, opening up your brewery or distribution or anything in that regards? Um, well, the whole thing to me is a little bit of a whirlwind. When I look back on it, I can't, I can't believe I fucking did it early. I mean, cause it's like, <laughs> wow. I really didn't know what I was doing. Uh, our head brewer, Brandon McLaren, um, the greatest guy in the world, he, him and I really set out to together, uh, to do this thing. And, and we just kind of just did it. And I think it's, we didn't realize when we were doing it, that this was difficult. Um, now we look back on it and we're like, holy shit, that was hard, but we did it. So from a challenge standpoint, um, you know, I, right now we've probably had the, the, the most challenging time in the, in the short history of the brewery has been recently because our distributors are doing a great job and just slamming us with orders. Right. I mean, just slamming us with orders the right. last 60, 90 days. And, and we, uh, we weren't filling those orders. We're still struggling even this week to, to fill the orders. And it's not because we don't have capacity. We have capacity, but we're just, uh, we're very, um, and rightfully so, we're very um, uh, strict on our quality. Mm-hmm. And so we've, you know, had to, you know, to we, we have a, a goal of making the best beer we can possibly make. And at the same time, we have to meet right. demand. So that's, right. that's hard. Right. Um, and so you're, you're, it's uh, like, a, it's like, uh, I don't know if you guys remember Animal House, you know, but <laughs> the movie? did you ever see that when the <laughs> oh, devil yeah. was, on, and then the, you had the angel and the devil and the ones like, you know, fucker, fucker. And the, and the angel's going, no, no, don't do that. And so we're like, you know, going fucking make the beer. No, no, no we got to make the beer perfect. So. We're, we're the, the the angels winning in this case. We're going to make the beer as good as we possibly can. Still, right? You know, and obviously and, don't want to give the a Germans shit don't invade Pearl Harbor. Right. Yeah, right. <laughs> Who's behind me? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, how, how was it uh, transforming from uh, being a home brewer, obviously, for you to going into mass production brewing? Because it's it's a big difference than just multiplying your recipe. Right. I didn't actually go into mass production brewing as far as uh, production. You know, uh, I, I I actually got into Big Buck uh, Brewery when it was uh, the one in Auburn Hills. Mm-hmm. Right. That was kind of new. It, it was the year of 1997 when many breweries opened. Uh, Founders was founded uh, Canal Street that year. Uh, the actual Michigan Beer Guide started that year. So it was kind of a renaissance year for when the craft brewing really started to take off. Uh, yet there were no breweries around. It was kind of weird. Uh, there weren't very many breweries at all. So, uh, you know, it was it was a, a great time. And mm-hmm. so I did actually go to a brew pub for the next 11 years after I left Big Buck, and that that was a totally different experience. Brew pub brewers can basically come in their underwear and brew in the middle of the night if they want, you know. <laughs> uh, and no one cares. Uh, they can brew whatever they want, whenever they want. That is that the thing. secret of uh, good brewing is brewing well, in your you underwear? Well, you know, there are a lot of secrets there, yeah. <laughs> Safety meetings, things like that. Yeah. Oh god. Safety uh, meetings. Safety I meetings. know. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh gosh. Yeah. That's part of the part of the industry too. Uh, and then uh, I did go into production brewing. Yeah, uh, four years ago at, an, at another production brewery. So production's a lot different. It's it's you're handed you're handed a recipe basically, and uh, it's more of a manufacturing process. It's more of industrial. Uh, it you know it involves big machines that can kill you. Uh, you know it, it, it's it's serious stuff and. So you really have to be a serious brewer when you get to that 
the big leagues, I call it. Mm. Uh, and, and coming to Roke, uh, again, uh, the big leagues, uh, all the right tools, all the right people, uh, lots of dedication, uh, overkill almost at this point. But, you know, because <laughs> um, we're so new and a lot of breweries that are that new don't don't uh, start out that uh, they're a little bit more laxed, you know. In a little their, bit smaller in, scale. Yeah, yeah. Yes. we've right. seen that. Right. Yeah. Like like a like a falling down. Yeah, they, that, that's that's pretty small scale to start. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, when you compare these guys to a place like falling down yeah. north center, right, right. They hit the like ground that. at a full gallop. They really did. And yeah. most places are just feeling their way out for the first year. Yeah, they're they're huge. Yeah, in the you guys yep. are out, you know, out the gate, you know, first day basically. That's that's right. Yeah. Well, again, yeah. but you 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 look at exactly what John said, and you said, you know, the the entire plan was to start distribution. Yeah. Right. And when when you go in with that mindset as opposed to where these other breweries are going in just to brew. They a yeah. lot of them say we'll we'll get into that in the second or third year, right? Like the yeah. distribution yeah. part. Right, yeah. Right. Right. So <laughs> I makes mean, sense. As, as far as oh, I'm sorry. Um I mean as far as you know playing with the with the big boys. I mean I guess back in June you guys were were trying to expand to do about you know I think it was 20,000 barrels a year. I mean, are we past that? Are we at it? No, no. We uh, we so we have a capacity of twenty five thousand barrels uh, in the brewery, but we we are trending at about probably right around six thousand barrels right now. Uh, but we, you know, our goal is to be at around twelve uh, by the end of sixteen, and uh, we think we can get to that twenty five thousand number at the end of seventeen. So. Uh, if we listen, if, we, if the orders keep coming in like they have the last ninety days, uh, we're gonna we're we're gonna uh, we're gonna hit our numbers this year for mm-hmm. sure. So, uh, but we can You know, one of the things I was um, I'm very bullish on this this industry. I mean, I think that the craft beer thing is real. I don't think that this is some type of a you know a fad. I mean, I think that the oh, no. people no. you know no, they're no once people drink these beers and they get these big bold flavors in their mouth, they're not going back. You know, they're, yeah. and I think that you know people keep keep getting um, uh, exposed to these beers on a regular basis, and 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 it's just going to keep growing. Mm-hmm. It is competitive, though. Don't kid yourself. I mean, oh, there's there's bad. a lot. You know, uh, the days of just opening up and and then you know the beer just starts flying out are you know you have to, you mm-hmm. have to have your shit together. Oh yeah, and uh, and because there's some great competitors in in the state and and around the country. I mean. I mean, unbelievable breweries uh, that uh, I respect tremendously uh, in the state of Michigan. So, do you guys see a, a craft beer bubble happening anytime soon? Uh, well, I mean, that's a tough question. I mean, if you're yeah. talking like the dot com bubble, no. But if you're talking about, you know, is is the market going to be able, to, you know, to uh, sustain this type of growth? I think it will sustain the growth. The question is. Uh, you know, is there going to be fallout from a brewery perspective? Is mm-hmm. that what you're saying? I, I think there will be, only because if you look at any industry, any business, over time, that happens. Yeah. Uh, unless for some reason uh, this one's different, which I doubt it will be, there will that will happen. But it's so it's such a young young uh, business right now. Um, well, you're you're not even looking in regards to you know. There's so much room for potential growth because there's so much beer. Uh, serviced by macros. I mean, Correct. obviously, exactly. you know, uh, to the best of my knowledge, both Bud Light and Miller Light outsell the entire craft beer industry in volume each. Like, yeah, Bud by, Light, by, by like a six time multiple or something yeah. like that. Just, I, just I don't know exactly. Just Bud Light alone. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, because people were talking about how, you know, craft beer eclipsed Budweiser, but obviously Budweiser is the number two beer. Um, for an ABI, InBev, whatever you want to uh, refer to it. But 
between Miller Lite and Bud Light, those are the two main beers. But, but they're coming up with uh, – they're creating uh, – Brands and, and beers, mm. they're buying breweries. So fake breweries. They're, they're not. They're, <laughs> they're not going to right. Fake breweries. They're not going to sit back there and 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 not put up a fight. They're, they got oh, a lot no. of money. Absolutely. So it's it's you know we're really talking about you know the business end of it right now, and that's I think that's good mm-hmm. to talk about it. It's it's um it's it's you have to you have to market yourself, and and we're doing some things that maybe are not traditional, which for crap brewers. Um, Although I don't think the word traditional and crap brewery go well no. together, but, um, <laughs> no. but so what's okay? So we're, we're talking craft. What is craft beer to you guys? I mean, everybody has their own definition, and there's there, an, there's an official there, definition. There is an official, too, right? quote unquote. We have an app to check this too. We want to bring this up. You know, I, for me, my the, that uh, my my answer to that would be, you know, it's 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 an artistic expression. You know, it's it's a. Uh, it's no different than than a chef creating a dish. Um, we're you know our brewers are, are 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 creating these different recipes for these beers, and they're they're it's intense, and they're and they're proud of it, and uh, they work really hard to make these beers um, as good as they possibly stand can make out them. from all the others. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it, it's their passion to actually try and make this unique and our, good. Our philosophy is. Um, so I'm Italian, right? Let's use this uh, little really? analogy. I never. Uh, so <laughs> what? Leone wasn't the giveaway. <laughs> so linguine with white clam sauce, right? That's a great dish. So just because two cloves of garlic in that linguine and clam sauce are good doesn't mean two hundred are better. So I think Brandon and 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 Bill and our team of brewers, I think their philosophy is not that, not to just add more is better. They want to try to take a recipe. Balance. And and create, yes, the best beer. They believe in balance. You mentioned earlier, Dan, about this really isn't, uh, even though Ken was freaking out, it really isn't that bitter. It's, it's, <laughs> You're right. It's, it's, it is. It's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a 100 IBU beer, but it's very well balanced. It's 10%. We're talking about blow your face out. It, yep. And it's, it's, the hops are even though it's really happy, uh, and but I think it's well balanced and it's very drinkable. That's yes. that's you know Brandon' uh, style. He he likes a really well balanced, drinkable beer, no matter mm-hmm. what it is. It, it doesn't so matter do if it's I, a. But I disagree <laughs> because you're a pussy. <laughs> Just got called there out. You, go. you, you are welcome back on Gloves the show again yeah. anytime. <laughs> I was gonna no. say, I think I'm hosting the show by myself. <laughs> oh, okay, it's be a yeah, one man right. show next. No, week. you know, but I, but I love that about you uh, that you're, you're you're honest about what you like, and there's nothing wrong with being honest. Right. About well, I'm not, I'm not going like. to sit here and yeah. tell you it's a bad beer. I'm just going to tell you I didn't. You just like don't like it. it. And actually, <laughs> I think that's great. I, I think it's better when people say this style of beer I don't like versus trying to. Critique the beer when they don't even like that style. Oh no, so, I'm not. I'm not going to so appreciate here. that. I, I'm definitely yeah. one of the people, and you know, these guys can you know yes. uh, can attest yes. to it. Is I like my styles. Yeah. I like my browns. I think. Uh, I think that. I think that we did a good job on this beer. I oh, think yeah. blow your yes. face out, which yeah. is, you know, it's it's you'll see it start popping up out in the markets and restaurants now. Um, the distributors are just picking up. They'll be picking up through next week. It's. It may be well. It's my opinion. I'm going to go with my opinion. I think it's the best beer we've made. I, it's, I think it's, it's good. It's very good. It's, and it's, it's really good. Coming from someone who doesn't like IPAs, I think this is. Oh, well, I little 
sick of IPAs is what it should be. I, I, I think that's a fact. I'm shocked yeah. that you, I figured you were an IPA guy the way you were uh, slamming that. No, beer. it's no, I, and I did slam it, but I'm kind of over the whole. There's like ten thousand IPAs, <laughs> and I can yeah. find like one See, like brown. We, one. We, we, our, the best examples we that's always go back thing. to the uh, to the Crooked Tree, the, the Crooked, the '98 cro- versions, versions of Crooked of Tree, crooked tree. Yeah. right? Yeah, they, no. yeah. yeah I, I think that's you know from at least on this show. Kind of what you know, it's like okay, yeah, it's another IPA, but you know, this one, you know, it, distinguishable separates it from others that we might have had on the show in the past, right? Yeah, uh, now, for me personally, you know, if you talked to me, if you met me like three, four years ago, I couldn't stand IPAs for the life of me. Now, fast forward, something like this, this is something. Yes. Very good. Very, like, very good. Very, I think about drinkable. definitely drink it again. <laughs> Ken got me started on IPAs buying me two hearted ales at Luna years ago. <laughs> oh, yeah. And that's because I you, love I, those. But we, we would buy always buy two bottles two bottles of two hearted, two bottles of amber, yeah. and then it would be back and forth because each bottle yeah. was two dollars a piece. That's true. Yeah. So we were But then it turned into here's ninety seven versions of this IPA. It's like, oh <laughs> right. okay, and I'm I, done. Yeah, and I think that's what ultimately did it for us. Yeah. Is that the double the, the crooked tree well, that's dark horse, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 That's. I think that's like okay. There has to be something that separates themselves from what we're seeing now with this ninety-eight different version. Well, right. and and that's why we that's why we have a beer like Cashmere, which is strong dark ale. I don't know if there's any breweries in Michigan oh, he, making. Ken just gave the thumbs, thumbs up. up. You yeah, know, it's, it's a, a good beer. It's a twelve-month beer for us. It's not a seasonal. We make that beer uh, every day of, of the year, um, and then we have. Uh, a beer like uh, Devil Dog, our oatmeal stout, which that's is that's another uh, good one. You got that right here. That's a, you know, it's an eight and a half percent oatmeal stout, which is a little unusual. We wanted uh, Brandon and I when we put together that the concept of that beer, we we wanted to push the uh, ABV level on that beer, and mm-hmm. we did. Um, and then uh, you know, Power Boat, uh, which is we don't have that here today. We should have brought some. We just, I, but it's, uh, I it's actually, yeah, I had that a while like over the summer. I didn't ever heard of it, and I'm like. I was at like some little hole in the wall bar in Shelby Township, and I'm like, "Powerboat, never heard it." Because they had they had your, your all your yellow beers. They had your your Bud Light, your Miller Light, your Budweiser, and they had one other yellow beer. And then they had Powerboat. I'm like, "That's weird." I'm gonna definitely go with that one because it's not the other four. <laughs> and it was actually a really good choice on my part because I couldn't stand the other one. So that's another good one too that you guys. Put well, out thank you, thank Powerboat. you. So so we 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 do have a, a fairly diverse lineup. We're not just an IPA brewery. As um, much as you brought three IPAs, <laughs> you know what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, they were they were they were honestly the three beers we had available. We I didn't mean, have any other beer. Right? No, it's just right. it's uh, it's right now. It's uh, it's uh, it, it 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 gets packaged and it goes out, so we don't have a lot of inventory. They wouldn't right give now. us any so, to take. So like, get out of here. We, you know what? we work there. Let's, you know? let's call the owner real quick. Oh, you guys work here? He's like, an you asshole. Here? You don't want to talk. To <laughs> for, for those of us that like IPAs, this is perfect. So, yes, um, yes. you know, let's 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 get to know you guys a little bit uh, personal before we take our first break. But, um, you know, what what's your your styles of beer? What's your your favorite beers? You know, your favorite styles. What do you lean more towards when you go to a restaurant or a bar? Well, for me, it's definitely a lean towards because I, I don't think I have a favorite style. I I, uh, I kind of bounce in and out. It depends on the mood, the company, the weather, the music. So there's all kinds of stuff that goes through my head on the beer that I'm going to drink. Um, but I tend to lean towards, uh, uh, you know, I like stouts. I like big, heavy, rich, dark oh, yeah. beers. I like uh, Belgium strong dark ales. That's why we make one of those. And and I like IPAs also. I mean, I like all fucking beer, really. I mean, it just all depends on the mood and 
what's going on in my life at that moment. Right. Exactly. I don't, I don't like, uh, I, I don't like the big macro beers. I really don't like them. It's not like some, like, I think it's cool. I I don't enjoy those. I I can't even, I don't think I can get one down. Um, so, I mean, I don't like those styles of beer. (laughs) I think some people say that they think you're supposed to say that. I really can't drink them. I, I I definitely, in, in regards to like, you know, yellow beers, and I think Dan and I both are in the same boat as I think we lean more towards Canadian lagers before Mm -hmm. we, uh, lean towards your your light lager. Depending, uh, I'll lean towards PBR lately. But oh yeah, P- yeah. PBR. Right on. It's, it's funny. <laughs> so, yeah, it's so when I was in college, good. it was it was the, the mid '80s, and for us, um, craft beer was uh, Beck's Dark because there wasn't. I didn't even know the term Bex. craft beer, but we would a uh, Beck's Dark like that was that was really cool, and that was that was taking it up a couple Saint levels. Saint Girl or Saint yeah, Pauli Girl wow. or or like memories. a Molson or something like that. Was, there were that very was, few choices because most of the time, as that you guys thing. know, when you when you're um, a college kid, you don't have any money. We were we for the most yeah. part we were drinking to get drunk, so we were yeah. drinking whatever was cheapest at the corner yeah. liquor store. But <laughs> uh, it's crazy how all of a sudden this, the you know these beers uh, have 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 become uh, uh, readily available. Yeah, these it's great gone from beers. obscure it's just... to you can go to any corner liquor store. Seven Eleven, Seven Eleven. Yeah, he's right. Seven Eleven or any liquor store and get wrote like get IPAs, get ambers, get fat tire. Yeah, and that. you know Nick Nick touched upon it a couple of times that you know he's our beer. He's he, you know he. Apparently hangs up and hangs out little seedy small uh, uh, corner bars on a regular basis, and so you know he sees our beers. But we want our beer everywhere. We don't want it. It's, we don't, it's getting out there. We don't think that is. it has to be only in a craft. Like I said, centric I found you guys at a bowling bar. alley in Waterford. I yeah, was like, right. Where I didn't expect you're hanging out in those five. same places. Yeah, that's where I'm, so chilling. <laughs> so I'm chilling in Waterford. No wonder you guys hang out together. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> is that where you guys met? Is yeah, it, uh, the two of us. Bowling yeah, bowling alley in Waterford. <laughs> bowling alley in Waterford. It was love at first Drinking strike. I hope it wasn't a date. I I quit. Did you like that one? That, that was that was, that was all of it. I hope it was a date. Yeah, I quit. I'm done. You're on your own next weekend. All right. But you guys, you know, you're, you're welcome to come by. You know that you got an open invitation. But you know, in our tap room, we got about 20 beers. Uh, I think it's 20 beers we got on draft right now. There's yeah, a diver- tap. Is it yeah, all rope couple, or all, it? Oh yeah, it's absolutely. We yeah, can, nice. we always and uh, you know, a couple of them are nitro, but uh, the other 18 are, are not. And so there's all different styles of beers there. We got uh, all kinds of. I mean, it's, it's definitely not IPA focused, although that is definitely. Our number one selling beer is Livewire. Although I shouldn't say definitely because Devil Dog is uh, is I don't know. It's a, a contender. Second, a yeah. I would have thought Devil Dog was your top. Just I always, out from my personal. It, you know, it may be it. heading that way. It's it's we can't make it fast enough. I don't even know which one's our top. All I know those two <laughs> beers we make as much as we can and then it's gone. And what now, Bill? What do you gravitate towards too? I'm a lager man. Lager. Yeah. Well, actually, I love English ales and stuff. Oh, oh. there's my man right yeah, there. I, lo- <laughs> I do love. I do love. I do beers. do homebrewing, and my thing to yeah. make is English ale yeah. to drink room temperature. Yeah. So wait, temperature. so wait, you do homebrewing? Oh, you knew that. Now you're just playing <laughs> I, games. You, I, didn't, I didn't know this because you've never brought us beer. You before. never asked for. Oh, you might have <laughs> asked for some once. You know, I can bring a five liter of some English ale. If I knew that, I would have brought some tonight, but you guys brought like 24 beers. I don't know what we're going to do otherwise. It's called the blanket effect. Yeah. <laughs> we just blanket, carpet bomb, and see what happens. Is there, is there any English ales that you kind of like gravitate towards to? Oh, like yeah. Really you know, big the, favorites? the classics. You know, 
Burton Burton Ailes, you know, obviously, if you like that kind of thing, are are, are mythical. You know, it's, it's like any other beers. But I, I do appreciate lagers. I, I am a, a German lager, Czech lager, you name it. A lot of people don't make lagers. A lot of craft guys won't touch lagers. Lagers are tough. They, well, they're not. Well, See, they're people not. People don't want to do the whole lagering. Yeah, they don't want to put any effort into waiting. <laughs> you're yeah. right. The, you're right. The effort. <laughs> you're right. Yeah. Like, I got to oh, wait another like, week or two. Oh, gee, what do I do? Drink a Yeah, ale. but you, you look at breweries <laughs> like Cellarman's who they make a lager because that's what they're, you know, they're local They make a lager and they make a Pilsner. I don't know. Wolverine, Wolverine makes all lagers. Yeah, their, their entire their entire brewery is lagers. I yeah. salute them. <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if we will probably make a lager uh, because Bill's passion is there. So we're, we're not we're not going to stand in the way of that. You know, uh, have here's at a, it, Bill. Here's a real question: You you like English is? You going to bug him to get a cask and a hand pull? Oh, absolutely. We we do we do we do cask. Yeah, yeah. Do you, we just don't I, have a hand pull. Real ale, yeah. You actually see it? Why haven't you told me this? Yeah. Don't look at me. I haven't been there yet. <laughs> so I, I didn't. We don't do them all the time, like once a month I'm about or so. To drive up there right now. Be like, it sounds hey. like the field trip will be after the show tonight. I was yeah. going to say, yeah, it I, sounds I've, like it. I, I've just walking and drinking. Like, hey, you can, you can get it everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's an art. There's an art to uh, real ale, and uh, it's there appreciated is. by a few people. Uh, I thought it would take off. Uh, ten years ago, it never really did. It's had a hard time jumping. Well, over it's hard. Here. To, it's, it's, that is hard to make because uh, you have to take time and effort and care in remaking another beer into another vessel. So, but there, the opportunities to th- make difference in beers are endless. So, um, yeah, it's kind of a thing I wish would take off more because it's a pure form of beer, not artificially carbonated, almost. Almost at room temperature, but not quite. You know, yep. under. Mm. And, it's what I fell in love with. In yeah, England when and you I was can there. drink more and enjoy more of those English styles because they're milder beers, and yep. there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, geez. no, <laughs> you sit ah. there drink like three point eight four percent and right. just drink it all day. But here's what we're gonna do: we're gonna go ahead and take a quick break. If you don't got guys, don't mind. No, no. There's a couple. Of, no, no one answers. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Oh, sorry, guys. Not a question. It's a statement. Oh, We're taking a, a check. Break. We have a choice. We're taking a break. Deal oh. with it. I hope you have a bathroom. <laughs> Enjoy we this. We don't have a bathroom. You have to go outside and use the parking window, lot. Like, right there's a window behind you. Yeah. Use that. No. Have fun and enjoy this. Sticking around. I'm glad you guys still have guys from Rogue still with us. We haven't scared them away yet. I'm shocked. You know, I, I myself scare most people away. They come in here. I think they're trying to scare we've had, us away. Yeah, we've had, we've had people in here like, what's that motherfucker doing? He's like drunk as shit. What's going on over here? It was, we want to talk about something that happened online earlier online. at one of our – it is online. I know. I know. In your favorite world, the social media world, somewhere I detest. Thank you. The only reason, the only reason I deal with it is because of our show. If it wasn't because of that, I wouldn't be on it. Um, so today earlier, someone got really mad at a local beer store here in Ferndale because they didn't announce when they were out of a certain rare beer they were only <laughs> selling one bottle of. Yeah, definitely. Um, <laughs> they got mad because they didn't go online and be like, sorry, guys, we don't have it. Don't come to our store. We don't have this. Well, I, I think, you know, and this is going to be a lot of hearsay in regards to uh, the story that happened, but uh, he mentions that he had posted that the beer wasn't there anymore, but obviously... They said that eight degrees deleted the post, which, you know, in some sense, you know, I, I, I understand eight degrees of stance because why post that you're not out? You want the people to come to your store and check out the thousands of other beers that you have there. Exactly. It's not just, just anything. Stacked. 
Um, but when when you look in regards to what happened, the the fact that eight degrees will answer your question one if you post on their Facebook, do you have X? They'll say yes or no. Yep. And two, if you call them, do you have X? They'll say yes, yes or no. no. As much as it's annoying to any single beer store out there, you know, if you call, especially for a, a specific release day, whether it's BCBS or uh, Hop KBS, Slam. Hop Slam, anything right. like that. So it's 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 a crazy concept in regards to, you know, we've been dealing with eight degrees for years. I mean, since the day them, they opened. Yeah, I since, since I live I can, like a block with less than a football field from – that place. Yeah, and so you're, you're you're talking. We've been attending this. We've been buying beers from them. I've yeah. never had a sour experience over there. No, in regards just to just dropped hundred bucks over there. The other day. Oh, geez, who doesn't? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's hard I've not sixty-five to. on my way it's here. It's not you know? hard. And when when you're and when you're buying beer and you can literally break every six pack that they yep. have in there, so you only need to buy a single if you want to buy a single. Yeah, that's you know a, what what kind of not many stores allow you to break six. No, packs. that's no. A, that's the thing since. Day one, I walk in there. I'm like, okay, yeah, just go grab one out of a six pack over there and they'll like, move uh, them to the shelf. Yeah, yeah so it's it's it's, it's a single shelf. Yeah, exactly. There, there's there's a concept there that works for them. Uh, it doesn't necessarily work for every store. You know, there's a lot of stores that do sell singles, whether it's uh, Merchants or you know one of our sponsors, Zatuna Liquor. Yeah, hey, over at Rochester hey. Hills. Good segue. Uh, yeah, thank you. I'm really good at those. <laughs> Y'all, you've gotten better. Oh, was there's been weeks. The well, no, there's been weeks where you don't even mention that. Oh, that's true. That's true. <laughs> that's why we have yeah. those uh, pre-made commercials in case that's that. True. Happens. That is true. <laughs> but uh, go check case. out uh, Jack over at uh, Zatuna if you're looking for uh, anything, whether it's liquor, beer, wine. Um, you know, definitely a friendly guy. If you're there once, you're a regular customer. Uh, sign up for their text messaging list, which is something that I sign up for. So anytime that they have a new release, uh, especially those limited releases, they will text you when they get them. Which is what? a very oh yeah, that's oh, yeah. wow, that's pretty unique. I didn't even know about that. You, you can get a text when a uh, a new beer is going to be uh, in. Sadly, it's an on off thing, so I get all the uh, oh barrel age this and barrel age that. Your favorite like, things, oh barrel age. That's that's actually what we're drinking yeah. right now. Yeah. Let's uh, let's yeah, take well, a let's talk about your reaction. No, uh, a ahead. quick segue. We'll so we're then. drinking uh, the brewery's Black Tuesday. Nick, what do you think so far? Haven't had a sip yet. All right, so now. Bill, what do you think so far? <laughs> Whoa! 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 <laughs> Is very, that a good? Whoa! Nice. 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 nice, John. Wow, I like it. You like it? Have you have you had? Yeah, I know you mentioned that you love the brewery, but what about uh, the actual uh, beer the, itself? Right. I've have never had, had this, this before. Beer, okay. No. So this, I think this is all of our first time. We're, yeah, we're, this we're, is we're popping good. our Black Tuesday what, uh, cherries. What's it aged in? Does it, uh, that's it a great question. Bourbon barrels, I believe. Bourbon, bourbon? Yeah. yeah, I believe. Yes. As I'm looking, but you can keep talking while I. Uh, well, in a definite, because I, I do love my bourbon barrel age, and I guess a, a quick shout out to Two James Distillery, who I, I did some volunteering with and managed to walk away with it. Oh yes, got to go in and help drinking. bottle. I believe the first time I was there, <laughs> free oh, drinking. Yeah, not not just drink, but but <laughs> got there and 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 got to help bottle some vodka. So they let me bottle walk some up. vodka. Yeah, and you brought some, right? And I did not. And drink we drank this it. Week. Oh, <laughs> next week. That is next week. But I got Rob to take likes home. To hold back on what he has from the show. I mean, from the guy I think who brews his own beer and doesn't oh, bring it in here. Oh, shots Wow, the new guys there. yelling out or shouting out. Wow, okay. I'm All just right. throwing he, it out he, like, he likes the teas. But I'm just saying that, you know, I got a bottle of Grass Widow uh, bourbon from them, which is is very, very top-notch. You guys make a, a very good bourbon. Uh, but, but having, you know, this barrel-aged uh, Black Tuesday here, it's just that 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 – 
pungent smell of bourbon that I absolutely love. Oh. And it is yeah. just, oh. it, it hits. Oh. <laughs> Dan, what do you think of it? It's good. I actually really like this. This actually, I think, is better than KBS. No, don't look at me. I different. I think it's a lot different. I think yeah, it's, it's better like better in flavor. Okay, you know what? Let me take that back. I think it's better than the 2015 KBS. We had the 2014, what was that, back during football season sometime when we went and done that. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, well, three necks. Three necks. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. We when had we the, did that. The, the two-year vert. The 2014 was, was really was good. Bourbon County. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was BC. Oh, that's that KBS. No, no, B- oh, BCBS. No, no, You're right. BC. Let me take that back. My apologies. It's that very, macro swell. I know. I, I'm messing up these. the macro swell. You're right. No. <laughs> it, was better than the it was better than the 2015 BCBS. Not as good as the 2014. Uh, that 2014 age bourbon county was delicious. <sighs> so smooth. I, I would agree. I was this, shocked this how is better than 2015 And Robert, if you were there, you would have agreed, I think, when we were drinking that. That uh-huh. was like, holy crap. This all right, has, all right. Enough this has about kind you guys. of like a port thing going on. <laughs> so what? The, the, the really? nose is kind of like a port, like a like. Oh, a port I'm like port. what a port thing. I'm like, what did we? What did we? Port. Dan, get, get, just, get out just of drink. Get out of Forty Ounce County for a second. <laughs> let's, let's get our minds out of the gutter. This is why you don't let me run things here. This is why we don't like to talk after second yeah. one. Gosh, did they put bourbon barrel in Forty Ounce? Yeah. Oh. Whoa. Now the day that happens. Oh my. A, a, I'll just a be bourbon dead. barrel age own English eight hundred. Wow. Let's be dead. Just, I'll just be that guys. Sorry, I just come to my funeral. I'll be our, really good. Our show in about eighteen weeks for episode forty. I think we're only drinking forties in celebration of episode forties. Yeah, Oh, we that'll be interesting. King I land Cobra. at six fifteen. So nah, I'll be rolling. Yeah, I'll be I'll be jackhammering the the doorbell <laughs> at like seven twenty. Uh, not gonna lie, this this is pretty rough. See, am you I know, the only one that likes this? Uh, well, no, this no. I mean, like this, this is awesome. The, Okay, the people on this side of the confused. room like it. Yeah. What's the story on this beer? I mean, there's more. It's almost to me. It's like a. Uh, Just give them the bottle. Yeah. There you go. It, you know, it's like it's a. Um, it's from the brewery. We can tell that from the label. I can. Uh, yeah, I open it up. Got to break, break out oh, the glasses. It definitely to me has got like a port nose to it. Like it's almost it was uh, open air fermented, so it's there's a little uh, natural intentional oxidation thing going on. What do you think, uh, Bill? Open fermentation Fruity. is my favorite. No, um, <laughs> no, it really is. It really is. It's it's, it's balanced though. That, again, it's I really, I think it's work. great. I mean, I, yeah, I think it's, it's a really it's good beer. Not, it's not cloying. It's not biting. It's not. I'm, I'm thinking I'm nice. definitely going to let mine warm up just a little bit. In yeah, to, maybe I'll. Uh, I'm going to take, take it seven years yeah, after it warms up and it's even changes because it could. Change it completely. What's oh, the yeah. a- well, shit, it's 20% ABC. Oh, what are we doing? Oh, what are we doing? I'm out of here. Yeah, yeah. What the hell? This show is Wait, over. What, what, do, what do you mean? We're, no, what are we doing? I thought no. we lived our lives above 10. <laughs> we, well, we do live our lives 11. above 10. You weren't here for episode 20%. one. 20%. Okay, okay, yeah, episode one was rough. You weren't Why here you make for me that. drink that? <laughs> well, what's, what's funny is this This beer cost me uh, definitely not not necessarily a pretty penny. I did, it, I did get it in a trade. Um, I got that in a bottle of Woot Stout for three meads from B Nectar. Oh, Woot Stout. So it was. Uh, are we was, cracking that next? Or uh, the Woot Stout will be for are, segment three. I was just there. We just get to yeah. cut back a little bit for a minute. I, I, think, I think. Well, we have a session IPA over here. Well, we that can is start true. We can, from. Thank you. So <laughs> the, the reason I thought it tasted like a port because. Because it is. I mean, it pretty much yeah, is. Twenty percent. Twenty percent. Twenty percent. I think. 
I think that that beer right there is probably the highest we've had on this show. Oh, oh I, I guarantee 20, it is. Twenty percent, and it's the most delicious. Why, why not inject it directly into your brain? <laughs> well, you can't main you can't mainline beer because of the bubbles. Oh, you have to do wine. Oh, well, that's crazy. <laughs> Wait a minute. How, I, never mind. I'm not going to ask that question. See, and now I, I actually thought about bringing. I thought about bringing in maybe next week or the week after was bringing in the Evil Twins. Uh, Molotov cocktail heavy because that's seventeen point two, but I mean now that's 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 literally so. I know. <laughs> so wait, all right. So we're let's get, let's get back a little bit on here. With the, uh, the the three Knicks thing. Three Knicks. Three Knicks. Oh, we're eight, back. Eight, eight, eight degrees. I'm sorry. Eight degrees. Eight Different eight, number. Yeah. Another sponsor. Eight degrees. Let's get back to the eight degrees thing. Eight degrees. I, I wish mean, eight degrees sponsored us, but yeah, that'd be bad. Hey, 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 wait a minute. Let's let's not talk so sourly of Zatuna. Absolutely. I didn't talk sourly about Zatuna. I, I wish I Tim sponsored us. That's not a negative comment. But I saw the comments made about you, you, we, we, the us the, the four. Post, yeah. Yeah, we, us four, we have a group me that we share, you know, beer stuff and all that. And this guy just comes out and just blasts. Well, we, we we have to take away obviously the bias that we have for eight degrees because yes. as we're talking about eight degrees right now, okay. we never have a bad thing to say right. about the store. But okay, but you know they're also they also this guy needs to understand they're a business. They're not just right. going to come out and say, "Oh, sorry, we're out of this." Well, and just I mean, deter we're out of from, this. Well, Don't and, come to our store. Yeah. Well, please. if they were to do it, they'd have to like every twenty minutes that they ran out of a oh, beer, yeah. they would have to mention that they right. ran out of a beer. I mean, th- and, there are there are some sites, there there are some some pages from stores that that will do that. My thing is that every time I'm in eight degrees, there's seven eight people that are in there with me, and they're they're not. I mean, they're busy. But you're 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 talking a store that's a conglomerate because I know exactly who you're talking about. You're talking about a store in Royal Oak. I'm talking about Royal Oak, yes. And so in, in regards to that, they're a lot bigger than eight degrees, whereas eight degrees is um, you know, uh, social media gurus is the owners. Mm-hmm. And the owners are also the people who are working the register and right. cleaning and right. paying the bills and you know, there, there's not that much. You can't just hang out on Facebook and one answer every question that comes to you on Facebook because right. you have a business to run. Yeah. Uh, but step two, you know, sooner or later, you can't just every time you have a limited beer, just say that you don't have a limited beer. And while I understand and I appreciate the fact that some people, you know, will post, hey, this beer is not available anymore. It's hard for me to believe that eight degrees would go out of their way to delete that comment when they do the exact same thing themselves by stating, you know, what some they, they don't go out of the way and say, hey, we're out of this beer. Right. But somebody asks, somebody they asks. say, yes, they will. Right. You know, it'd be the same thing. You know, look at looking at Roke. If you guys had a, a major tapping, you know, you have barrel aged turbo or turbo dog, devil dog right now. Turbo dog. I know. I always I want, say turbo I want that. dog. I want turbo dog. The beer is getting that's, all that, of us here delicious. on the show. <laughs> that's uh, that's by Abita. Which is a delicious beer, by oh, the I way. Love, I love turbo a, dog. No, I'm talking about devil dog. But turbo dog is all good. But I'm, uh, devil dog, we actually. Uh, just we only made uh, a small small batch of it, but we've got some Devil Dog that we aged in uh, rye barrels, whiskey barrels. So Ooh. it's it's really good. It just went on draft at the tap uh, room a couple hours before we came in here. So it's so, but really you're, good you're, you're talking about you know you guys announced no, it and then... we don't. I mean, how do you do that? I mean, it's just it's difficult. And I think that's kind of the fun and, and the uh, the experience of the whole thing. It's and like, that, hey, we got this. It's about the chase. Somebody yeah, to walk in and just say, oh, hey. 
Do you guys get a lot of people like I mean on your Facebook or your social media, you know, avenues that ask, "Hey, do you happen to have this on tap or what kind of special?" Some stuff of that do? we get some of that. I mean, and I understand that. I mean, what's wrong with that? There's nothing. I'm glad people right. take the time to to communicate with us, right? Uh, but it means they know who you are and where you yeah. are. And, <laughs> yeah. I think I think people overall, um, customers, uh, I'll call them because that's what they are, are really good to Rogue. I mean, they've supported us. They're buying our beer. Um, they have every right to say our beer sucks or our beer is great. Uh, that's that's their, that's that's the right and that they have. That's business for you, right? right? Right. Hey, we live in America, and that's that's what's great about America is you can yeah. say that shit. So, uh, um, yeah, I mean, uh, I think mostly people are cool. I think people yeah. are, are right. for the most part pretty cool, and uh, they might voice their opinion. I don't always agree with it, but that's their right. Yeah. yeah. I, I kind of feel like my – as far as with what's what's going on with 8 Degrees, I mean my rule for, for really any store, when they put a post out there to basically say here's what we have for that, what just came in, if you're not there by 4.30, almost assume it's gone. Which is uh, what it, I bitch either, about, but either that, it's reality. At least call because, I mean, even – especially with them, uh, Tim, Bridget, uh, Scotty, Damon, all those guys that are over there, if you call them – and they say, oh, yeah, we got it, then you better haul ass and get over you, there. You better be speeding. You better be speeding. Because, and that's one but of the things. Good luck doing that in downtown Ferndale. Yeah. But, <laughs> and, and that's actually kind of one of the things I kind of love and hate about, about those guys is that they don't hold anything. But it's oh. like I more, I more than love the fact that they don't hold it for, for anybody calling because they, there's, there's no preferential treatment to anyone. Right, and it goes back to what you said. You know, the ex- it's the experience, the chase of, of trying right. that one beer or that other one or two beers that you might have at your brewery, or the couple that they might have at a beer store. That oh, you, you can't get this anywhere else. Well, the, the, I, I, I gotta try and get out there to get it. Yeah, you know, there's some logistics that are involved too. I mean, for them to sit there and hold all these beers, you know, might be just a complete nightmare for them, and they might not oh, be able yeah. to manage that. So. Maybe the best way to manage it is just to say, first come, first serve. We have it. Absolutely. Yeah, that's, that's, that's pretty much the best way to do it. Obviously, you know, if, if, you're, if you're holding it for someone, they're going to, uh, you know, they're going to say they're going to complain to the MLCC because technically you can't hold, you know, mm-hmm. uh, you can't reserve beer for other people. If you have it, you have to sell it. But in the same token, nobody's going to ever complain to the MLCC because no. it, they're they're internet warriors or they're you know <laughs> right. they're, they're internet they're, warriors. Well, that's that's pretty much what they. <laughs> that's are. what the and beer community is. and it's yeah. hysterical because obviously these are the people that we're trying to market to in regards to listening to our show. Yeah, it's <laughs> but <laughs> if you think we're making fun way. of you, then we're probably making fun of you because yeah. you're the problem. Right. You I know, mean, it's it's not the sense that we're making fun of the beer community itself because I think ninety nine point nine percent of the beer community is. It's a pretty, it's a pretty maybe, good maybe ninety nine point eight uh, is a pretty good <laughs> uh, a, a pretty good market, but in regards to that 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 half percent, that point one percent, whatever, it's it's that elitist mentality and that exclusive mentality where they basically exclude you from everything because they're you know they're better than you, they think they're better than you, they feel they're better than you, right. they so deserve just, to get you know the lowest minimum price you should sell that beer no matter what, no matter right. what. Yeah, that, that, that just disgusts me like that, like that that there's people out there, and, and we all know that there's people out there. We've seen them that have that mentality and that they're out there trying. I don't know if they're trying to ruin it for others, but it sometimes it sure feels that way sometimes. They're trying to make it like more miserable for people that you know 
Okay, big deal. Well, you know? I've definitely talked about it before, and I, I wrote an article that I never published. But the biggest, the biggest enemy of the craft beer industry is the craft beer fans. The one I the, still want to publish. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's actually a good article. Well, uh, again, you know, and and actually, there is I think a Thrillist article came out like a week or two ago in regards to pretty much the same exact thing I was saying. Mind that you, craft beer fans are ruining the craft beer. Exactly. Yeah. Right, yep. and I mean you're 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 looking at you know mind you mine was more dictated around Bourbon County because that's when Bourbon County yep. came out, um, whereas theirs is more dictated around other uh, you know points of events because you write the same article in February it's going to be different than the same one in November, um, but you know the the craft beer industry and what sucks and what sucks for a lot of the people who are the businesses in the industry the brewers the liquor store owners the bartenders the bar owners is that they can't be as boisterous in regards to against these people because obviously, one, these people spend the money um, and a lot of them do spend a lot of money on it. Um, but two, you don't want to look like that person. But the thing is, is that um, as much as we are a struggling podcast, oh. Um, oh, once again, um, you know, it's a recurring theme. I Send money, please. <laughs> please. Yeah, please donate. I, the the right fact now. is that I, I will call people out on their bullshit. I will call it on the fact, you know, their elitism because, you know, one for me, I think it's easier for me because I don't chase Bourbon County or Bourbon Barrel beers or IPAs at yeah, the latest trends. Chasing. Oh, that's that's even the worst. That's that's the truck what people are truck chasing. If you want to drink like barrel age, go drink some uh, dragon's milk. It's year round. It's right. your round. And it's, it's very good. It's great beer. Very One of my good. favorite beers. You're, you're <laughs> talking favorite, but we're, we're talking a barrel-aged beer that is consistent. Mm-hmm. And you do not get consistency unless, you know, Dragon's Milk is probably one of the most consistent yeah. beers out there in great. regards yeah. to great how complicated beer. it is to make. <laughs> you know, you're looking at the troubles that they had for, you know, a Bourbon Carney's uh, barrel wine or barley wine, barley wine. and, yeah. and, uh, and the, the coffee. coffee. You know, you had these these things of infection, whereas New Holland is, you know, they're they're definitely testing the waters in regards to different flavors for their dragon's milk. But again, their regular standard dragon's milk is consistent all the time. And you don't hear a lot yeah. of people go like, oh, this was better two years ago or this was better three years. It's always just, the same. Exactly. It's always the same. And it's so good. Like, how can you complain about that? Like, I have to go get this like once a year. They're rarely as good. I can't think of too many that are. No, and I mean I've I've, I've had uh, I had uh, dragon's milk on uh, cask, and that was probably and now one I'm of jealous. My now. now I want to punch you because <laughs> I haven't had that, and that's yeah. One I of had my that. They had it. They had it at uh, the Creole in Lansing. Now I hate you. So congratulations, you made me about? hate you. There isn't many things you can do to make me hate you, but that's one of them. So now he's, good job. Now he's people in the really face. not going to be here next week. <laughs> No, That's he'd fine. still be here. He'd be key. like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, that's Talk about true. you, Dan. You won't be here next week. No, I'd still him. show up. I'd be like, what up? He, Ken wouldn't be that mad. No. <laughs> so, you know, uh, again, consistency is definitely something that a lot of brewers strive for. So bringing it back over to you guys at Roke, you know, how do you manage consistency to make sure, you know, you, you, you want to talk consistency, you talk the big dogs. You talk Budweiser, Bud Light, Miller. They, they are the definition of consistency in regards to their beers, whether you like the flavor or not, whether you like the beer or not, they are consistent in their flavors. You know, how, how do you guys manage consistency and try to continue, especially because you're bottling a lot of beers, you need that consistency. Like what's your, what's your goal, your objective? How do you manage that? Well, our goal is to have consistent beer. Um, it, it's, it's process driven. It, it's uh, we've got uh, 
a lot of processes in place that um, help us maintain that consistency. And I I think um, our brewers do a really – that's probably what they do the best job out of anything that they do is is brewing consistent beer. And uh, some of it's – you know, we have a lot of computer uh, programs that help them. They – you know, there's 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 they, they input these recipes, and so that it helps them uh, uh, brew the beer in a more consistent manner. But really, it's I, I think it boils down to talent. You know, they know how to do it. They they they're extremely talented. And uh, um, I always tell the story about when I first met Brandon McLaren, our head brewer, and I was um, you know. Just meeting him for the very first time, Roke was uh, a year away from from opening at least. And I, he was brewing at Founders, and I met him in Lansing, kind of halfway for both of us. And I was all, man, I was so fucking excited to talk to Brandon about IPAs and hops and barrel aging and whatever whatever cool stuff you can think of when it comes to beer. And when I got, you know, we sat down and uh, shook each other's hands, and we proceeded to talk about uh, sanitation, processes, cleansiness, all that shit for like two hours. We never talked about any of the cool guy stuff. I was like, <laughs> and, I, and my partner Chuck was with me and we got in the car and um, he said, well, what'd you think of that guy? I go, that's our guy. He goes, we didn't talk about any of the shit you wanted to talk about. I go, exactly. He's our guy. He knows, <laughs> he knows, business goes. He, he really knows what he's doing. Yeah. He, and, he's, and he, and he had a game plan and he knew what needed to be, be done in order to, to create a consistent beer and that's you know you talk about the big macros and that's what they do really well and and um but they use all these same techniques and uh and you know we do it on a smaller level but i'm sure bill uh you know bill can add a lot more than i can to well that. yeah you say uh, budweiser and and and, and breweries like that they they actually were forerunners in in, in all the te- technology that we use today uh, they're still in the forefront of, of brewing technology no one gives them credit in the craft industry. Well, very few people do. Uh, I, I hear Budweiser called piss, piss water, which really offends anyone who with any sensibility. I've never tasted piss, actually. Um, so that's, that's literally I'm going to go with him. Every time in piss. regards to piss. when piss. somebody says that, you know, oh, it tastes like piss, piss water. Piss. I'm like, oh, really? Do right. I want to ask why you know? <laughs> do you drink piss on a regular basis? <laughs> yeah. Have you been stuck in an island or abandoned Nothing. a building or right. something that you had no choice? Nothing <laughs> could be further from the truth. They, they, they revolutionized <laughs> brewing as we know it. And they have scientists and biologists up the butt. So to say that their beer is not good is disingenuous. It's an insult to any brewer anywhere. To say that you don't like the style, that's okay. Don't like the style. But respect the fact that they make excellent beer. Whether you don't like it, hey, that's your problem. But, you know. That's, that's the way the, the world is. If if you're good, you're good, and they're really good. And a lot of people still like it, craft oh, brew or not. Right. A lot of people millions. love that beer. By about far. 3% a year tend to not like it, though, going forward. They lose about 3% they losing about 3%, about 3% a year. About 3% a year? Yeah. Are they? We covered that one article a little while back about some of the bigger, bigger beers losing – at least, market in, share. at least market well, share, at least I, in sales, at least. Right. And, you I know, think a, I, those I agree that people leave in regards to. I don't think they're leaving, like you know, leaving a church for another church or something like that. I think a lot of them have started to branch out into because there's so many, you know, 
accessible flavors, and I think that's Cole's the back best. Those big, bold flavors. Once you get, uh, I think nine out of ten people when they when they get introduced to those flavors in their palate, it hits their palate. Um, I, I think it's really difficult to go back. It really is, and um, I think that's what's happened. Um, well, there was I think I think it was Nick that was here and uh, from Black Lotus just a couple weeks ago yeah. in yeah. regards to the fact that you know somebody says you know I don't like beer and it's because you haven't been introduced to a beer that you like. You know, well, look at the uh, the wine business uh, back in the '60s and the '70s when in the '50s when wine was was because uh, you know. If you look at America, we're kind of young. Uh, we're a young country, so we haven't By been far. we <laughs> haven't been exposed to these these alcoholic beverages as long as some of these other nations have. And so, you know, we started out drinking jug wine. I mean, Boone's Farm and uh, and, <laughs> and, and, oh, I and we Burgundy all know that farm. wasn't from Burgundy. In fact, it was just some red wine from some farm somewhere. And that uh, so, but, but but look at how we evolved. All of a sudden, we started drinking. Uh, these single varietals like Chardonnay and Merlot and and Cab and then and then and then we you know just you want we wanted more and more and our palates evolved and I I believe that's kind of what happened to beer um, uh, we we evolved and and we you know we started having uh, some of these you know bells and 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 you know some of these breweries with this incredible uh, vision many many years ago uh, well, not that long ago but they they had this idea to, to make these beers um, and people, Sam Adams and those breweries introduced people to these beers. And, and that was, the, that's how it evolved, I believe. Well, you know, speaking of breweries that have like introduced people to beers, uh, North Center Brewing, Ooh, one uh, of our sponsors. Nice, nice bloobs. I can, nice bloobs. Nice bloobs. I can, uh, I can walk. That's the one in Northville? Yeah. Yes. yeah. I can stumble home to my uh, my house from there. They're good. Oh, they're tough. <laughs> you know, uh, Bob and the guys up there, Kevin, uh, really nice. Bob and um, the boys. Yeah. You know, uh, obviously it's a, 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 in regards to, you know, comparison in regards to breweries, you know, they're a small batch brewery. As opposed yeah, to Roku, it's a really cool for, place. Oh, I with the the full the full size shuffleboard. Oh, that's Is that's Darwin Mamassian playing there. Darwin Mamassian's probably playing. I don't think he's gotten a beer named after him yet, as much <laughs> yeah. as we are. Got, we have to keep pressing pushing that. for. <laughs> we have to keep pressing for a beer from him. So, but yeah, North Center Brewing over in uh, Northville on uh, North Center Street. Yep. Yeah. Oh, North had, Center Brewing, North had, Center had Street. The name. Yep. <laughs> So uh, <laughs> definitely check them out. Tell them we sent you. I think they're going to give you a discount, but you got to tell them we sent you. The better yeah. on draft guys. And uh, if the bartender or the waiter or waitress says, "I don't know what the hell you're talking about," go go just talk ask for to, the manager. Go, just ask for the manager. Yeah, you know, like, who's on. your supervisor? <laughs> I want to speak to them right now. <laughs> damn it! <laughs> so we're going to take a break here, guys. We're going to go One ahead and more. listen to some music, yep. have some beer, yeah, and reset refill. for the third segment. And we're back, episode 22, Better on Draft. So Rob has brought us something we really want to talk about. At least I want to talk about I think everyone does, too. Uh, He has poured us a can of Heady Topper. And let's talk about everyone's reaction to this, because this is apparently one of the, and I use quotes, and you can't see what I'm doing. Uh, Oh, that was hot. (laughs) That was pretty sexy. One of the best, apparently, beers in America. Now, I mean, we could hit Russian River on the opposite side of the country and talk about this, too. It does say, don't be a D-bag. Recycle this can. Don't be a D-bag. Hold on. Let's talk about what everyone's reaction is. Did you guys, did everyone at the table get some of this? Yes. Mm -hmm. Thank you. 
Everyone did get some. Okay. Yeah, I, I want to go around the There's table. There's still some left if anybody likes. I'm going to start with Nick. Nick, what's your reaction on Hetty Topper? It's all right. I like it. I mean, all right. It's I'm not gonna. I'm not, I'm not going. So because down over it. It's, I know if we looked at you know. I mean, if we're if we're talking about this from like an just you know IPA, we're you know looking at you know it's not that hoppy. No, it really isn't. It's I was expecting. I mean, it's a, it's way more. What's, more what's the date on the can, though? Uh, That's what I was. I was so, looking yeah, for. So yeah, so I'll find out the yeah, hop. Yeah, yeah date. See where I mean, the hops for, are. for an IPA, this is really mellow. So, at least in my opinion. Here's my thing. Okay, um, it's from Vermont, right? Am I right? Vermont yes. is where yes. this is coming out of. State of Bernie Sanders. Are you, <laughs> Sorry, I had to throw that. In. Are we in Burlington now? <laughs> I don't know where we're at. I had to um, throw that in there. So, would you travel across the country to get this? No. No. Okay. Rote guys, what do you think about this? You both had it. Is this is this better or worse than the blow your face out? Face out. Face off. I don't want to say face off. You guys give me a little bit of crap for oh, that. That's that deserve, deserve Nicolas because, yeah. Cage movie. Oh no, no, you're right. Different. Yeah. So it's uh, it's not as good in my opinion. No. Um, and of course right. I'm biased, but I don't think it's as good. Uh, I think blow your face out is a uh, is a really special beer. Um, uh, we use Mosaic and Chinook are the two prominent hops in that beer. It's 10%, 100, 100 plus IBUs, and it's just very well balanced. I think it's a great beer. But uh, I don't think Hetty Topper is a bad beer by any stretch. Oh, of no, no, no. It's not, drinkable. I mean, it's definitely drinkable, but, but I'm not driving to Vermont for this. No, absolutely not. Look, I'm going to drive for some shipyard, some random shipyard before I drive to go search this out. I'm like, what am I. I'm really disappointed right now. I wish we were drinking Pliny. I wish we had a can of Pliny, Pliny. to hit the other side of the country. Right? Like, well, Pliny- just punch them both in the face right now. <laughs> I mean, we're throwing punches at New England. We might as well punch fate. Like, what, right, try, gonna try this? Yeah, you know what? We don't. Water. We don't have this one because I was drinking the around the clock, and this one is good. Yeah, this around is the clock session. It's a drinkable like all day. Four seven. Uh, uh, alcohol about about forty seven IBUs, but try Livewire. Let's try uh, this compared to uh, Hetty. So it's funny because every time I look at the Livewire, um, the, the artistry on it, it's like the first thing I think flavor. about is ACDC. What? I don't know why. Livewire. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> you know, it's tough to get away it, from. It's either ACDC or Motley Crue, depending on what mm-hmm. band you're into. For me, it was more ACDC. <laughs> ACDC. I've actually ACDC. I've, I've yeah. seen both in concert. I, I'll choose ACDC. Seen ACDC <laughs> in concert. Uh, I, oh, I saw them. At, I saw ACDC at Ford Field. And wait I saw, a minute, have you not seen ACDC in concert? No. Dan, what's no. wrong with you? Uh, Everybody yeah. should see Dan, ACDC. Dan, in Dan's into progressive. No, in the symphonic. Symphonic metal. metal. I'm sorry. I, I always get it wrong. See yeah. Nightwish. Well, that's okay. You could be. You could be in symphonic metal, but you got to see ACDC. I mean, definitely ACDC at Ford Field and Motley Crue at, uh, I think it was the Joe or the Palace. See, that's scary. Palace and the Joe. I, I think it was those the Joe. Like I, I mean, ACDC Livewire. I, I saw Motley Crue. First time I saw him was probably about, uh, it was probably about 83-ish. They opened up for Ozzy at Joe Lewis, and then they came back. It was a Shout at the Devil tour. <laughs> I'm a bunch of my buddies. We went down there. They were the headliner at the Fox Theater, and this is before the Fox Theater was redone. We 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 smoked a bunch of shit, drank a bunch of shit. We had it's we had every concert. We had though, right? uh, we had uh, balcony seats. We literally climbed down the side to go from balcony to balcony, get to the main floor oh in a fox. Yeah, this is like shit that you do when you think you can't die. This was in 2016. Never... Yeah, this was right. like yeah. No, this is about early eighties. Yeah. So all I know is by by the time that the lights went out and Vince Neil came out uh, dressed like a girl, it was. Uh, <laughs> We were in the front row. 
And so it was a great time. But. Oh, man. I have to say, I've seen stuff like that, like a Rage Against Machine concert. It's, oh. it's a very it's interesting talk to some good I, I, guess, I, guess, I guess it was just, I guess it's just I, I should not have been an 80s child. I should have been a 70s child. Yeah, well, I was like going to say, me and Robert have a few years and, and a lot of different perspectives. Because, hey, yeah, what, what year were you born? 1959. Thanks for. <laughs> No, we're in the same age. These guys say I'm like 80 if you talk to them. I don't well, know why still... I ever said you were 80. <laughs> I said so still... 60s, but not the 80. At least you still were born in 79. Yeah. I was born in 76. Oh, so I go I go back a little Kent's bit further. still the baby. I, I was going to say I'm not even in my 30s yet. Shut up. <laughs> doesn't matter. Oh, thanks. Appreciate that. <laughs> I don't know why that matters, but but, but back, we got off track there with the rock and roll, which is yeah. easy for me to do. But oh, uh, what do you think of the live wire? This live wire is good if I had to compare it to Hetty Topper. This wins, and I'm holding Thank up you. the live wire. And I, there's more flavor to it. And exactly. did you guys find a date on that can? By the way, I know you guys are yeah, both looking at it. I'm trying to see if I can decode their little. I'm, I'm code. guessing the first digit is the the last digit of the year, so I'm going to say that that is November 2015. Like that, so the heady topper flavor wise oh, okay. compares to the live wire, which is more of a session. Like I can drink no, a lot more of them. No, no, live, live wire seven and a half percent ABV, uh, seven two IBUs. And that's shocking when I drink. Wow, I do. yeah. No, it doesn't taste like it's seven percent. That's why I'm a no, little it goes, taken back. It, it goes down quite no, easily. I mean, so I don't know what's the heady topper percent. Heady topper, I believe, is eight. Yes, it is eight percent. But yet the around the clock like tastes better. Yeah. See this this right now. I don't now, even know what to um, even say about the be- I, one of the best beers in America. I, I was very 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 excited when, when my friend uh, had this brought back. Basically, his parents mealed this back here to Detroit. So first, big shout out to my man Brian and everybody out there. Is he uh, listening? But, Hopefully he is. So, so Brian, be. Lydia, Austin, Autumn, you guys later. are awesome as usual. Love you guys. Um, but it's just it, it feels like as if if I basically had to put Hetty against blow your face out, it would be worth driving to Vermont to bring them blow your face out. <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> to yeah. show them. If, a, I mean, that's, if, a, no, that's, no, that's a good <laughs> thing for you guys. Uh, we <laughs> love it's a hug from the owner right there. I mean. Do you want a job? <laughs> I mean. You a PR just, guy? <laughs> I, I, would, I would prefer to bring them IPAs just to show them this. I mean, blow your face out is, to, to me, <laughs> at, at 10 times better. You know, in all I, fairness, though, uh, the freshness is the big thing, and I yeah, yeah, and, no, there's you know. there's yeah, a freshness. That's and, true. And We're I'm, right down the street. Right. Ours is obviously just bottled yesterday, right? You know, I, I mean, and I'm and we I'm, are better, but I'm, wait, I'm wait, still you're trying was, to consider that. One you're, you're giving old. all the credit to the other guys, <laughs> or to the hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. We're drinking one day old. Is this IPA. really this that's old? So old. Oh my god. I, I need something that was bottled like you Rob's know twelve the date. hours ago. <laughs> Rob's looking for the uh, date. The Although date on there it looks like two twenty two. So it's a week old. Oh, he's calling uh, you guys. No, that's no, what I'm like, hold no on, that's a week that. old. Two twenty two, two twenty three. Someone's like getting fired tomorrow. Hold on, <laughs> Wait, that was only a week ago. I'm yeah, one day, one week. <laughs> Same thing. Same thing. It's yeah. not thing. that big of a difference. But no, really, really. Uh, in all fairness, yeah. IPAs need to be drink. Yum. They do. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. No. 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 Yeah. No. Is it stone that does a drink by? Yeah. 
Yeah. Or in John yeah, Vine. Yeah, Stone does. I think I used that as a Stone figure, figure of speech Stone yeah. does. You know, yesterday. You know, yeah. for for, for I, me, I, I enjoy aged IPAs. I, I was good. Because they mellow, don't they? They, they turn into barley so. wines. Well, the, the, the honey barley wine for Hop Slam, that's definitely <laughs> one of my favorites is aging Hop Slam. Um, and I do have a bottle of last year's Hop Slam that we're going to crack open probably for we still Wrestle, have to do that. WrestleMania. And Devil Dancer? Devil Dancer. We do have a year-old Devil yes. Dancer. I thought we were going to do the comparison. Oh, I guess we're going to have to do that. Yeah, I, I do not. Rob, do not you're coming like, to WrestleMania. For, for me, <laughs> I, don't, I don't drain pour any beer, period. If I open it, I'm drinking it. Whether it's bad, good, whatever, I bought that beer. So going through Devil Dancer, there's definitely in, in our archive shows. You're talking back when it was just Brown and I. There is an episode of me, and you could just hear me cringing for two hours, swallowing this Devil Dancer. <laughs> I and you know, what's funny though is we're, we're, as as we talk about founders a little bit. Um, I actually went to the brewery two days ago, and I wasn't all that impressed. Ooh, like uh, with, I, with, with, with the founders. Uh, a little bit of the, the the food was good. They they had a had you've a got pizza. coconut balls to say that <laughs> coconut balls. Man. They're, they're not some grapefruits. They're not uh, craft beers. No, so they're I don't small care. planets. Marbles. Wow. Yeah, small no, marbles. What were you not impressed with? Um. So first of all, the vibe it was a little bit. It, it didn't have that more um small time vibe. The place was huge. There was about a hundred people there at lunch. I believe so it. So it wasn't really a very you know as much as I don't mind crowded. As much as big and crowded was, it's, it I think really factored are, that are in. Are we talking like big and crowded, like at a nightclub? Big and crowded, like like oh, that kind of. No, big and crowded? It, it wasn't. Nightclub it wasn't. It wasn't. Well, I think Luna would be be a good thing, place to. You, you weren't know. there last uh, two Fridays ago. Yeah, yeah I went to Orchid. <laughs> Orchid, yeah. Oh, um, but the the, the beer, fun. on the other hand, I mean the the beer options was their standard options in regards to what they have available at like any dirty bastard. Well, not necessarily that, but at any beer play, like any beer store, I could go to, I could pick up the beer that they had. That's disappointing. Um, they, now, they, they did they did have the Sumatra Mountain Brown, which is not a beer that they bottle, which I did have because I'm a brown fan. Obviously, therefore, yep. so like a coffee. Brown? Uh, yeah, it, it was like a coffee type brown, very very heavy on the coffee. Um, nice. It was all right. It wasn't anything to write home about, but it wasn't anything. I mean, I from what I hear, that beer was typically their barrel aged beer that they stopped barrel aging. Um, so I wasn't really too concerned in regards to it. I had it. The food was good, but I wasn't like I've I've been to breweries and been thoroughly impressed. Just like just walking in, yeah. and you're like, this is a place that I want to go to again. You're talking like Dragon Mead. I love walking in a Dragon Mead, yeah, even if it, yeah. the place is crowded because it's so small. But walking into Dragon Meat is a lot different experience than walking into, say, um, you know, your your bigger breweries. Your like your Rogue. Oh, not not, not even your Rogue. I'm, I'm talking. It's funny you say that because I'm, I'm as you're, you're you're talking about your experience. I'm wondering what you would think of Rogue. So let me buy you guys a beer after the after oh, the shit. podcast. And let's <laughs> it oh jeez. Oh gosh. Honey, I might be a little late home. <laughs> so I say, I've been, gone, an excuse. If, if I've been pretty listening. much gone for the last four or five days from home. Hold my uh, mail, please. I think, I well, Roke is a lot. It, it is different. I mean, we didn't. Um, we've heard this. You, talk, you guys were talking earlier about internet stuff, and one thing I have heard, which I find um, odd, is when people have said, "Well, it's not really a traditional craft brewery," which I think, well, craft beer is not yeah, traditional, traditional. Yeah. so. How can that that be? But but it is it is maybe a little different. Um, it's definitely got uh, we we embrace the fact that we're in a warehouse and it's got 
it's got some interesting stuff going on. Uh, I'd love to have you guys come by. You got to check it out. It's uh, it's a and we and we and we have quite a few beers um, that uh, you will definitely not find out in the marketplace. I, I think we can go there for a beer. I, think, I think, so. think we can. Well, I'm because because as John was mentioning earlier, the food. I'm looking at the Twitter feed right now of the pizza you guys make. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm down right now. <laughs> can, can we <laughs> pre-order on the way can, there? Yeah, can, can, can we get a pizza like ready before like when we get there? Or <laughs> like walk in the door, grab a slice. <laughs> like, like, what like are you a, looking for? Remember the, where's remember my the, pizza, man? Remember the movie Kingpin when he walks into the bowling alley and he takes a slice right off the guy? Like, is that what you're looking for? Yes, is that the yes. I want I want that kind of experience. No, no, no. no. Oh, King yeah. so, Great movie. You can find that on Netflix right now. Yes, you can. Yeah. Along so, with House of Cards season, season four. four. Yeah. I'm, I'm five episodes in. Dang. It just came out today. Number one, you know what? With the jerking off of the first scene of episode one, I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking? I, you might be the only one. No, I, I, know. Yeah. I have yeah. no idea. The jacking off. Okay. All right. Change the subject. Yeah. <laughs> so beer. This is a better <laughs> so going. So going back. So it, you're saying Founders Brewery, like the actual going in. Yeah, I was at the physical. You're brewery. not. You're. It's not one place that you would. You're not going to brag about. It's like, oh, I was in Founders, and it was all in. I, I I've been to. Well, I, I went to Founders. I've been. You know, I've only been to a few breweries out in that area. Yeah. Um, and probably one of my favorite breweries that I walked into had a great experience was Jade and James. Okay. Which is off the beaten path. Jaden James? Yeah, Jaden James. Right. Is this a porn star? No, this is what it sounds like. <laughs> I actually think that it – never mind. <laughs> so um, – but, but walking in there, I had an experience in regards to, you know, there wasn't that many people in there. It yeah. was very, you know – um, and, and you know what else I had? I had a great experience at Gonzo's Big Dog over in okay. Kalamazoo. Oh, I love their vanilla right. porter. Uh, so to kind of, you know, to add to that, when me – when Tara and I, uh, we went to uh, – Right brain over in Traverse not, City. Not former better not, on not, draft host. Not former better on draft host Tara. My, not, not my almost two years. My girlfriend of almost two years, Tara. When we went to Right Brain in Traverse City, now that's an experience because you know you, you, you walk in, you're looking around, and you're, you got stuff all over the place. You got uh, uh, you got uh, bags, the game of bags on one side of the of the brewery. They got a lot of you know a lot of flair all over the building. You know the brewery. Um, the food was good. The beer was good. So, you know, that kind of experience is what I'm looking for when it comes to a brewery. It's like, oh, wow, I can, like, look around. It's like, this is this is pretty cool to look at. You know? See, I think I get to experience this myself now because uh, Thursday I am going to Founders oh, for nice. oh. aforementioned KBS Week. It is, is it KBS uh, Week right now? It's KBS oh, no. Good luck. Oh. I know, as, I know. As Ken has his head down in shame. See, most of it is not for me. I have sure. family that is in Arizona that has been dying to try this. Really? Uh, and, of course, uh, Arizona friend, has some good beer. My, Are we sure they're dying to try uh, this? Yes, yes. My sister, Erin, she, she is dying to, to have this. Uh, my friend Brian in New Hampshire who So what's who she got suffering from if she's so why is dying? Your, why, wait, <laughs> why is your brother in New Hampshire, but we need this in Arizona? Can we explore <laughs> Well, no, 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 no. I'm just giving you crap. So, because <laughs> well, we know I mean, a guy in Arizona, and he's like, "What's KBS?" I mean, I'm surprised that you know you're, you're talking to these places that can't get founders because obviously founders isn't craft beer anymore. Oh, right, so exactly. Can, ah, but, but they can't get it exactly. So you know, it, it's more for them than it is for me. I mean, basically, what you get what 
I get to get three, to, four to, packs. To be honest, I'm not. I'm not too. <laughs> They're like, giving you that much. You know, three, four as, packs. As, as, I think much as, as much as you know, we appreciate. Oh, is it your parents or whatever bringing the uh, the beer from Vermont? Um, the heavy topper. I don't think you should. My friends' parents. Okay. Don't don't yeah. trust don't, your friends' don't, parents. Don't anymore, don't return right. the favor. It's Ooh. not worth it. Well, that's know. tough. What, what do you hey, think? Vermont's man. a hot spot when, for when craft the next beer. time when they actually bring Maine Brewing Company's lunch. Oh, bring bring some Zoe and some Mutual Tom. And some, just happy. tell them if they if they bring the uh, what's the headless horseman one from the uh, that main from shipyard. From shipyard, Ichabod. Oh, yeah. no, the one, that's the one. You know what I'm saying? Don't bring that because I'll punch someone in the face. <laughs> so, what am I? Here, here's a fun. Here's a fun it's story. Pumpkin, you're you're very pumpkin. No, the pumpkin head. Pumpkin. Is, you're very they, violent. There today, is. Man. This is what happens when he well, runs. Well, back in like 2002, when you all were in high school, you guys yeah, were in high school. Yeah. I was hanging out, I'm hanging out in Portland, Maine, and we bought beer at a gas station. We're like, oh, this looks awesome. It's purple with a headless horseman on it. We took one sip of that shit and poured the whole six pack out of the window at the hotel. Hey, Bill, <laughs> when were you in high school? No, okay, hold 1957. On. Okay, I was going to say, hold on. We're I, talking this. Time. <laughs> These guys give me shit because I'm so much older than them. Um, no, no, I think it's great. I mean, 57, you were in high school. I was, oh, that's a joke. No, no, you were <laughs> you're born in what, 50? You're, you're about my mom's so age. You, if you graduated were, about 71. 71. 71. 72. So you're, you're younger than my mom, that, so yes. 69? 1972. That, that, that was yeah. the same year that my dad graduated was 72. Yeah. So, right, right about now. the same time yeah, to dodge a draft. I could be his dad. Yeah, dodge, yeah. Your dad and Trump were dodging the draft in 72? Is that no. what? No. <laughs> no. Although, although my dad was a, was in, a, in a punk rock band back well, in the 70s. That's well, yeah. awesome. Yeah. Was he really? That's I never weird. had a chance yeah, to know your dad, so yeah. now I'm really just. But it wasn't called punk rock then. No, I don't know. It was just rock. It was just awesome. One of his favorite bands. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah. One of the favorite no. bands was MZ5 growing up. Oh my so god, can you got the jams? Motherfuckers. New Wave. New Wave is uh, right after punk. Early so. 80s. Right? Yeah, that's amazing. Don't say, oh my god. Oh, no. I'm not saying nothing Holy wrong with the New Wave. Did you just see that they're going to be releasing Purple Rain again? Yeah, this what? is a great movie. Yeah, apparently there's an article out there that they're going to re-release. Get your mirror Purple ready. Rain. We're going to reenact the first sec- the first. Yeah, scene no one next- watched it the first time. Oh, wow. MC5, that is that's a, a great band. Oh yeah, it's a yeah. really yeah. great band. My, my dad got that's me hooked on those guys. Yeah, oh yes, yeah. Rob Tyner. Yeah. My dad got me hooked onto those onto those guys, and I remember you know, that one of the memories of my father was just Fred his, Simon with his, was his music taste, and that's kind of how I got into my own. music I was gonna say, taste, yeah, so. your your dad definitely had a really much better music taste than my father. <laughs> if, if you asked about my father's music taste, I would tell you. Uh, golden Earring, Radar Love. So he oh, likes the Dutch band. And that's it. That's like, that's he, like, he's, he likes Dutch music. <laughs> the funny thing, that, so that's when I was in high school, uh, uh, Radar Love, Golden Earring, which my one of my best friends thought he loved the song because he thought it said Red Eye Love. And so we were like, he thought it was about smoking joints. Oh, <laughs> Roger Red Eye? Oh, gosh. Which Red Eye are we talking about here? Which Red Eye? But, but why would they do that? Cocktail? Obviously, smoking marijuana is illegal, uh, so there would never be a song. Back then, it was illegal. I don't know about never. today. Well, I mean, we are in Ferndale, so it is good. legal. Yeah, in this don't worry city. about that. Nobody's going to get is you. Is it legal or decriminalized? Decriminalized. decriminalized. They're not going to... 
bullshit you if they yeah, catch no, you. Yeah, unless yeah, what? You pretty much, uh, unless you get pulled over by like an Oakland County Sheriff. Yeah, you or, have to deal with state police and OKC. OKC? OKC. OCC? OCC. You down with OCC? We're in Oakland. Yeah, you know me. Okay. Dude, no. 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 Isn't Nottingham by nature playing Nottingham oh, right goodness. now? No, is, aren't, no, they, aren't they in that, that tour with that Vanilla Ice? Vanilla Ice, Ice tour? Tour? I, I yeah. don't that's know. Are they? That's really a thing? Yeah. yeah. No, that, that's it's, salt, it's salt and pepper, vanilla ice. Oh, kill me now. Tone low. Uh, tone low. No. All for one. All for one's part of that? Yeah. Hey, hey Tone low to was in one of my favorite kids' movies. I'm just so going to say this right now. Ventura, don't go to that concert. No. No, we're actually Dana uh, and a couple of others, myself, were talking about going to that Slipknot Marilyn Manson concert. Oh, jeez. That might be it. What about that Disturbed concert? Because uh, they're playing next one. month and no. they're playing again. No. Oh, I don't know. No, I we're mean, going to see I'm, Marilyn I'm Manson. I'm not necessarily down with the sickness. But they're good. <laughs> you guys like uh, the band don't Wilson? Do it. <laughs> Wilson. Wilson. Wilson Phillips? No. Wilson oh, God. <laughs> Get that no, one. Wilson the volleyball. <laughs> oh. Why would you say that? Wilson, Wilson Phillips. Come Phillips. on. Really? Yeah, so, local band. Pretty good band. Uh, metal band. You know, I don't, live don't next door to Weekend. Never heard of Roman, them? So I don't yeah, know. Yeah, you I'm love saying, those guys over there. <laughs> I say, my, my local band. I literally live next door to those guys. <laughs> I was going to say, my, my, my local band favorite's obviously going to be Downtown Brown. So it's a um, band. Oh yeah, Downtown Brown. Who's I, the local symphonic metal band? I have no idea. It's probably not. One. I what, would is, what is symphonic know. metal? Symphonic metal. Queensrÿche. I mean, what is? No, it? that would be progressive metal. Tesla. If you. <laughs> so what's symphonic? No, if if you choose a, an American symphonic, it's tough because it takes an orchestra. Oh wow. Set to metal music. Is what, say, are there any metal? symphonic metal there bands is one. in there's, America? There's Camelot. Camel, they don't. Okay. They don't have a. Sim, they don't have an American singer so, because they fired the American singer a while ago. So there's okay. a band, and then they have a symphony behind yeah. them in the, in the background. Yeah. So if you want, if you want to know a name of a symphonic metal band, the American one is Camelot. If you want to ever look it up, you have Epica, you have Nightwish, which is probably the biggest one. You have Sirenia, bands like that. Are, they're, they're mostly out of Europe, aren't they? They are. They're out of Northern you, Europe. With, with Northern Europe? Northern okay. Europe, Scandinavia. But it's it takes so much effort to put a song like that together. Sure. Which is why they give guys like him it's crap. Got a, they got a complex like, sound. It's, <laughs> it's hard. It, you need like 80 people to make one song. It's like, he wants to listen to some punk some, rock song. what? Somewhat, Daniel. Oh. <laughs> there we so, Daniel's drunk. And I, I've already been called a pussy you know, on this show today. By me, some like there was a lot of music, a bunch of simple music. Hey, he likes pussy, so I'm come trying, on. I'm trying not to offend, but yeah, oh, like, like here's here's, here's so simple music. Green Day, three three chords. Simple uh, music, simple punk rock. It's well, the Stones. I mean, you can go on and on and on. But you talk about symphony, though. I saw Page and Plant. Would have been the Probably the late nineties. I know exactly what the, you're talking about. They had the about MSU Symphony, from that era. yeah, and uh, that was some badass shit. That's they had that whole shit, metal, and they had they the symphony with you know the band was playing Cashmere. It yeah. was freaking Ooh, great, man. That's it exactly was, what I'm talking about. Unreal. And you can't do that without that many people. It's impossible to do it. 
Well, you try to put that kind of thing together into a song that sounds good. I've seen Nightwish so many times, and when they put together like uh, Ghost Love Score with an ADP Symphony, you can't do that. You can't be like, oh, so, like, so it doesn't you, work. Truly so, a wall of sound. Yeah, so, really how, so when you went to that night, going back to last week, when you went to yeah. that concert, did they have like that many people on stage? Unfortunately, no, they weren't. They weren't touring with that, so they're oh, okay. doing the pre-recorded type of thing. But and before they added the symphonic. Oh, element uh, yeah. that doesn't count. Yeah, it does count because I mean, that's like piping in the music. But no, it. but that that you can't tour with it. If you're gonna tour with that, okay. I, yeah, so yeah, you think you're a man? Are you playing? It's not like Metallica where they did that one set. Oh, with they the, did it one set, the and they don't. Yeah. But they don't tour with that. Anytime they never did it again, as far I as I know. You can't tour with it, and it's never as good when they don't. Right. So you put that together. And the so funny thing is, back in the '70s, you guys have heard of ELO before. There was a big thing in the <laughs> 70s about ELO was lip syncing, but really all they were doing, they had, they had all that string uh, yeah. instrumentation on their on their songs, and they were piping some of it in. They were still singing. They were still playing their instruments. It was a big deal. I mean, it was all over the... Which, nowadays, lip syncing is common. Common. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. If you're making a video, yeah. it has to be. You yeah. No, no, I'm not talking about video. I'm no, talking to Silverdome. They played the oh, Silverdome, no, and it was a big if you're, deal. If you, I don't know how you feel, Ken, but if you're doing a Hi. show and you're lip syncing, I don't want to fucking hear you. You're not but hearing them because I'm you're just idea. hearing, you know, you're, something you're, I doubt. You're hearing yeah, the music. I don't want to go to that show. Like, oh, but but if, if, no, but if, my, my point was is they weren't lip syncing, but they were piping in elements of the show, which you're now saying is acceptable. Every, every show does that. You know, but back in back you, in the 70s, they didn't. That was a big deal when that came out that they were pumping in some of the uh, you know, pre-recorded uh, symphony parts. And now it's accepted. See, in my, I my, mean, the Super Bowl, the halftime show was all lip sync. Right this year, yeah, yeah, that's bullshit. Oh, yeah. See, and, yeah. And, and but my, then I hear things like, "Oh, well, Roger Daltrey, his voice didn't sound right." Well, he was really singing at least. Yeah. I mean, I mean, my thing was that is, a couple is like, years I'm, ago, Robert Daltrey or Daltrey. <laughs> Roger Daltrey was like five years ago. Yeah, so like that was there. a couple of years. Hey, they're coming couple to years town. Ago. They were never there just here. So like, I know the guy who plays in that one. My bed. Buddy Fred, who is in, uh, who's the black guy that sang at that concert? Which oh, that one? Of, I feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> at the Super Bowl. Samuel Jackson? No, that's so, Samuel so Jackson. <laughs> he, oh, you're talking he's about. He's in everything. Exactly. <laughs> he is in everything. Bruno Mars? Bruno Mars. My buddy, my buddy Fred plays. Who's a real talent? Guy. He's a real talent. Bruno Mars, yeah. he's yeah. Crazy talent. But... <laughs> I used to take money from that guy in poker. It was See, a lot of fun, actually. My, hey, speaking guy. of music, you know who Uh-oh. has a jukebox <gasps> over at their bar? I know who. That you can play all of these bands at? Yeah. Three Nick Scoreboard. Yes. Yes. We totally derailed this show. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? We, I don't we think did. so. You know what? I, I appreciate fun. N- Nicole and Ryan over at uh, Three Nick Scoreboard. Yes. Yeah, Definitely a, uh, a fun and great sponsor uh, of us here at... Um, Better on Draft Podcast. You almost That's forgot the name of the show. show. What the hell are we yeah. talking about again? We've been drinking oh, yeah. 20%. Beer. Say, yeah. Wait, how many locations do they have? Uh, they have three. That's right. Locations. They used to hang out at that cemetery across the street from the uh, tap room. Is that where you were from. reading your Edgar Allan Poe? Yeah, uh, obviously that was say. <laughs> but we got about two minutes left. What are we talking so, about? So yeah, here? let's we, we got two minutes left. Roke, what's uh what's going on in the future for what you? What is happening? What's uh, the haps? Uh excuse me, the Roke guys just left. Oh, so <laughs> like they can't stand these better on draft. We're back anymore. to the Nightwish. No, hey, Roke, we're just gonna keep working hard. We're gonna try to brew the best beer we can possibly brew and uh 
you know, just get it out to the marketplace and hopefully uh, everybody enjoys it. I mean, we're we're just going to keep working hard. That's what we're going to do. Any any special events coming up at the brew house at the brew pub? Um, uh, nothing right now. Um, we are looking at a, a marathon right now. A local, uh, not marathon. I shouldn't say that. A five k, a ten k, and like a two k. Okay. Uh, that's that's a Royal Oak event ending and starting at our place. Uh, but nothing, you know, nothing uh, real major there. Just uh, we're just going to keep, like I said, working hard, trying to brew the best beer we can. And uh, we appreciate everybody that's bought our beer. If you guys should do a 10K where every K you drink a oh, beer. Oh, God. That's an awful idea. If, if people wanted to find you on social media, where can they find you guys? Yeah. Uh, we're, I mean, we have a Facebook page, roquebrewing.com. Uh, we have the Twitter and all that shit. And, uh, Instagram. Instagram, <laughs> Instagram. and uh, Instagram or whatever it's called. I don't know. <laughs> at, that's, at, that's, at, don't feel at, bad. That's, yeah. not, that's not my Dan, that's does, not my Dan doesn't know the uh, at Roke Brewing. But somehow I've hey, 15 blow, people to a holiday or a Halloween party. You know, I, party. I encourage you to give Blow Your Face out a shot. I yes. think it's a really yes. solid beer, Very, and I think you'll enjoy yes. it if you like it. Without a doubt. At Roke Brewing on Twitter, at Roke Brewing on Instagram, yep. RokeBrewing.com. Melon Fest will be out this uh, spring, summer. Which is our summer seasonal? We make uh, it's a cantaloupe wheat. Oh, uh, it's a pretty darn good beer. All right, you know, yes. gonna have to give that one a try because that, that one's I've never heard of anything like that. Melon, before. yeah, it's, it's got to be better than the watermelon Dorado or whatever oh. they had a couple. Oh, of, so the, 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 the watermelon Sculpin or whatever. Oh, yeah, worse. How was that? You didn't like it? Yeah, well, no, I'd fair. love to talk about. It, but we got about ten seconds yeah. left. So, so signing off for Ken, Rob, Nick. The guys at Rogue, thank you so much for coming out. But thank you. Yes. Thanks. Whatever you like, I think I'm saying this right. <laughs> whatever you like to drink. See, this is why we can't have nice things, Dan. Realize that it is better, better on, draft. on draft. Fuck you guys. <laughs> I win. You lose. Good night. Good night, everyone.